the Finns sautéed by the Ravens. Lions get too cute. The kids in the hall special canceled quick in Minnesota. Eagles choke on cardinal bones. And could both Harbaugh's win a championship next on Around the Couch? Ah, welcome back, and it's good to be back to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast brought to you by the DVR Podcast Network. Please check us out at DVRpodcast.com. Become a patron at patreon.com slash DVR. Don't forget, in a little over a week, January 15th, Solo and I will be covering True Detective Night Country. And Andy and I just finished covering, uh, what's it again? Murder at the End of the World. Gosh. And uh, I'm a little sluggish there because, boys, it's only Tuesday. And I feel like the NFL games happened like three weeks ago. Uh, I don't know. This 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 uh, this new year is coming at us fast and slow. I actually watched some college football yesterday, if you can believe it. Oh, uh, yep, I sure did. But um, we had a very interesting weekend. <laughs> Solo, why don't you tell us about it? Well, yes, uh, I got a little bit of a bug. It wasn't like I wasn't like flu sick, but I just was like tired and achy. So had to cancel my New Year's Eve plans, but I'm good as ever right now. And now that Axel's back, I feel like I feel it. I feel my bones rebuilding and are stronger. So I'm ready to talk some football. Yeah, we had a crazy weekend starting on Saturday night through Sunday. And like you said, no Monday games because of bowl day. Well, every day is bowl day. But we had the sem- two semifinal games, which we'll talk about on the love seat. Maybe Axel will kick some knowledge to kick off the love seat. Who knows? Since he missed last week, it's like being absent from class. He's got to have a take home test and come back and oh, do damn. some extra work. <laughs> wow. But uh, I want what we wanted to do. <laughs> as you hear those beautiful voices, I'm Heath Solo. You heard Axel. We got BTK, aka Brett, and Mr. Ando. Uh, I was going to say covering up the rear. Yeah, or something like that. Uh, so, Mike, we're going <laughs> to. You know what? I heard for the first time in a long time, I forget what game it was, but one of the quarterbacks went hut one, hut two. Like you never hear, you hear, here we go, you hear blue 94, you know, but you, you don't hear hut one, hut two anymore. Yeah. And, uh, and actually, one of the offensive like linemen on his team. I uh, had a five-year penalty because I don't think he got heard it before either. <laughs> you know, there was another game. I think it might have been the Cowboys game, and I don't remember where it was. And some the mics must be a little better because I heard somebody yell, I'm going to get my 50 bucks back from you or something like that. <laughs> and I, I'm almost sure positive it was the five? Cowboys game. Well, we don't, we're not that high of spenders. 20 bucks maybe. but <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, those mics, no, it's all good. Those mics can sometimes pick stuff up, and it's – Kind of interesting. I love it when announcers say, "Well, don't say that at home, kids, or whatever." You know, when they when you hear you hear a blatant whatever. But we're going to do things a little differently. We're not going to do the extra extra news. We're not going to necessarily talk about our teams, though we will, but not a special section. We're going old school, organic, Axel Foley playoff edition. Last week of the season playoff edition. So we're just going to go all over the map and get a – we're going to old school around the couch. 
even though old school around the couch was just me and Axel and Athigando writing in before BTK became a part of the show. Um, but we're just going to kind of dive in uh, and let's let's do it. Let's we're going to put some final recaps on the Jets, Falcons and Vikings season since none of your teams made the playoffs, which is sad, which kind of stinks when I think about it. I just realized that because just the Cowboys are in. But well, the Falcons sure still have show. a chance. Oh, that's and- right. And that's technically, we'll the Vikings are not eliminated either, technically. That's right. And see, that's why I said it. Because Ando <laughs> put together playoff scenarios for Week 18, both AFC and NFC. And let's dive in. Because as I misspoke, crazy shit could happen mm. where a team could lose, but other teams lose or tie, and then they get in. You know, it's some crazy stuff. So, gents, let's start in the AFC. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are the AFC North champs and the number one overall seed locked in. Uh, they demolished the fence. Axel, oh, wow. did Locke watch the whole game or did he, he did. say? He did. He, wow. he stuck with it. I was very proud of him. Um, it was a tough one, though. It was a tough one. And there may have been $5 lost on a six-leg parlay. That basically oh. <laughs> would only have come true if Miami had won like sixty-five to nothing. But um, yeah, it would I have mean, been a sweet payoff, though. I'm guessing. Yeah, that's. Well, I think it was nine hundred and ten dollars. Actually, wait, Lachlan with nine hundred bucks. I'm afraid for you. Dude, he would have been able to buy around the couch. I, th- yeah, there was a yeah. lot of asking. How much of it do or I get to couch. keep? How much of it do I get to keep? I was like, <laughs> let's win it first, buddy. But um, I think it's actually it's funny. The betting thing is actually teaching him how hard betting is, and I think that's actually a lesson, you know, because oh. betting is not easy. And I think a lot of younger people think, oh, you win all this money. Say, no, it's actually pretty difficult. And you need to know what you're doing. And it also teaches him, he's also, like he said, like, it's like they don't want you to win. And I was like, yeah, that's right. They don't want you to win. (laughs) (laughs) He's already got it figured out. Wait, I wish I had his knowledge (laughs) at his age. My God, I could have saved myself a lot of money through the years. Or last week. (laughs) Exactly. Or last week. (laughs) Or this coming weekend. You know, it's funny because I actually put money on the, Lions money line against the Cowboys, but I was happy to lose that money. So the Ravens look dominant. They just destroyed the Finns, and the Finns are banged up, fellas. Bradley Chubb's out to his shoulder, you know, Oster. So, but so this week they're kind of just playing for pride or resting guys. But let me ask you a question, Ando. uh, Go to you first. So remember, remember the days when the Colts especially were, were clinching the division rather early with Peyton Manning, and it was the thing, should they rest a couple of weeks and then they get a bye, but then you're off like two or three weeks? What is your opinion on now the Ravens will, and the Niners, who to jump to the NFC, they beat, they won handily and clinched the number one seed with the Eagles losing to the Cardinals. So... They're going to have each the number one seed and the week off uh, while the wild card weekend goes on. Do you think like in the last, I mean, with the Colts and Peyton, it was almost they would clinch with two weeks left. And it's like, 
how, how you know, do they go? One, I remember one year, do you go for the undefeated record or do you rest your players? What is kind of like your feeling on what teams should do? Would you, do you rest players in the last week and have the two weeks off and get a little rusty? Do you play a half? What 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 what, what is your? Uh, I think it really really depends on the team because like right. the, Ra- the Ravens right now are playing out of their minds. I think they would be stupid to rest guys next week completely rest them. I would at least play them a half yeah. just to kind of keep that. Whereas the 49ers are kind of in a lull right now. They're not playing as good as they were a month ago. Their guys are might be a little, and they have so many guys that are so fragile. They need to stay healthy. I would rest almost everybody on the 49ers team just because of their injury history. And they're not exactly playing at full power right now anyways. So taking some time off to regroup might not be the worst thing. But the Ravens, as well as they're playing, I would not rest them the whole game. I think it would be a mistake. Right. Or and well, I, you know I should also say too if it's a it, in a different year if it was a team I can't think of one off the top of my head but if it was a team that's just like a ground and pound rush 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 like a team that doesn't isn't relying on like precision passing and timing routes and all that stuff then I would maybe be more likely to rest a guy like say like an old nineteen eighties Giants team or something where they just kind of smash mouth football then I could see resting guys because it's not it's not relying on timing and that kind of thing but. I, th- I think with the way offenses are now, I think it's a mistake. Unless you're at like the 49ers where you're not peaking right now and you have injury issues, I guess. Yeah, and plus they are playing the Steelers, their rival, but it doesn't. I mean, and they could possibly. Yeah. I mean, I know the Steelers have tons of scenarios. Even if they lose, they could still somehow get in. But uh, BTK, so um, the Chiefs, they're the West champs. They locked it up. Now they're locked into the number three seed. So here's a different scenario for you, BTK. If the Chiefs are locked at the three seed, they know they're going to play, you know, the six seed, what have you, at home. Uh, do you do the Chiefs rest players this week, or because they've been struggling, do they try to get the rhythm going into the playoffs? Yeah, I think with this Chiefs team, I, I would want to play everybody um, just because they've been struggling. They yeah, they they've failed to kind of hit that synchronicity and they they're going to need that in the playoffs um you know other years i would probably tell them to rest unless they would have you though bye. would you really would you call them up lamar hunt jr or whatever i would like hey rest <laughs> <laughs> well if you have a first round by uh, two weeks off which is really like three straight weeks without playing is too much yeah so if you if you're a team with a bye i would play at least a half now, if you're a team that's locked up a three seed, like the Chiefs, most years I'd probably say rest your guys. But with them, I, th- I think they need to keep keep it up and try to get some momentum. So, Axel, and again, another scenario: the Cleveland Browns are in the playoffs and locked at the number five seed. Yes. So they're going to hope. So, which, uh, as my power rankings will come out, I believe the Browns are could be very dangerous in the playoffs. Um, because of the state of the AFC. So what is your, if you're the Browns, Axel, and you got the five seed locked up, you got an agent, Joe Flacco, do you, what do we, what do you do if you're the Browns? Do you just rest Flacco for the week or do you keep him going? Cause he's only played a handful of games this season. You know, it's such a tough one because I, like Andy said, you want to keep people, primed right you want to get a little game time so it's not like they've been sitting on their ass for two or possibly three weeks 
Now, who are the Browns playing again? Let me. I'm trying to check they, here. They'll, they'll play the AFC South champion. Yeah. No, no. I mean, who are they so, playing this weekend? Oh, this weekend. Oh, they're uh, playing the Bengals. Yeah, in yeah. divisional game, they hate each other. And then if they – so they are locked in at the five seed – so who are they? Who would they potentially play in the playoffs? That's what I. That's the AFC, yeah, the AFC South champion. So whoever wins it, the Jags, the Colts, or the Texans, and that's like really up. This that's good. That's the, oh wow, that's fun. That's what you um, want. Yeah, that's I, probably I, the as Bill and Sal would say the shakies game. <laughs> yeah, the first game of the weekend. I think um, you know, looking at the game. The Bengals are probably going to go all out. I mean, they have been like eliminated, correct? I think I thought yeah. with their loss they, that they were eliminated. Yep, they are eliminated. There okay. is. I did see something. There is twenty teams technically still alive to get into the playoffs. Yeah, that's a lot. Going into the last week, because I, uh, I is it really? Yes, it's yeah. twenty. T- if you look at the list I've got here, there's twenty teams oh. here that still have a oh, chance yeah. to get in. There is so many weird things too, especially having to do with ties. Like <laughs> people tie, and the well, one that's is like, on the on uh, the notes here where I on a lot of different spots. I only see eleven. I'll see. Yeah, that's on one side. That's AFC. No six. No, the ones that have clinched already. We oh, are you clinched. counting them? Yeah, I'm counting them as teams. Yeah, that could, yeah. uh, they're obviously in. Oh, yeah. Now, yeah no, I thought you meant there was 20 still alive, meaning who haven't clinched. I was like, wait. No, no, no. 20, 20 wait, teams that I have still, not been eliminated. Am I still yeah. in check in a hot kitchen? Do 20 I think teams that have not been eliminated. Yeah. Okay. okay. But like what, what you were saying there, actually, on some of these stuff, like say if, if you're like Pittsburgh Steelers one, it says Pittsburgh Steelers and a win, 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 or a bunch of crazy shit, because that is exactly what it is. <laughs> there is so many things yeah. that with different ties or some teams – Get in if there's not if one team doesn't tie. I mean, it's just it's weird, weird stuff. This is so. the this is the most fun one. Okay, the Bears have a point one percent chance of making the postseason, and the first thing that the one thing that has to happen is the Packers and the Vikings have to tie. Then they have to win and a bunch of other people have to lose. (laughs) But it's like it all hinges on the Packers Vikings game ending in a tie. So there it's it's a lot of craziness going on. But to answer your question, make the list. (laughs) Yeah. Well, wait a second. The Packers or the Vikings? Which one? Because they're playing different teams. Oh, wait a second. Oh, I thought they were playing each other. Wait, let's see. Vikings are playing. No, no, I'm reading it right here. The Packers. No, the Packers Vikings contest. To end yeah, the Vikings, the Vikings play the Lions this week. Oh, wait. Am I looking at a different year? No. Then somebody got this wrong. <laughs> I, did not, I, did not add, I did not add the Bears on here. Oh, that's I weird. I, read they were I thought they were done. Okay, wait. Yeah. Um, so, wait. That, maybe that was last well, week. Maybe that, maybe that was from last week. Yeah, yeah that was from yeah, last week. the Vikings and Packers Yes, played they played last week. Packers. Okay, that was from See, last Axel week. See, Axel takes a week Sorry. off and gets all... I was yeah, hoping you were reading check. something from 1995. <laughs> I know. I, me too. That would have been more fun. You, I need to be use, you need to be using my notes, Axel, not ESPN's notes. I know. I'm sorry, Ando. I apologize. <laughs> now I'm gonna, you guys are going to find some glaring mistakes. So. Thanks, Ryan wait, wait Taylor of wait Yahoo. Wait a minute. The Panthers and Jake LaHome. Jake DeLome Jake clinched last oh, week. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Oh, they're in. All right. Um, uh, but to answer your question, Solo, Jake LaHome. I think the Bengals are going to play the game, and I think that the Browns will sit everyone in, depending how the game's going, second quarter or after halftime. 
Okay. I think they're going to play, though. I, I think Flacco will play. I think most of their players are going to play. Because I agree with Andy, and I think that's – I don't know. I think it's rare that every, that the team sits everybody. But there is – but I think that is going to happen in particularly – the 49ers Rams game where there's no reason for any of those teams to win. Have, are the Rams locked into the, yeah, they clinched the playoff six? berth and the no, 49ers I know that, won the seating. West. Yep. They but don't have a seat. Yeah. They don't have a, they don't have a seating yet. The, the, uh, the five, six and seven seeds are all up in the air on, on the NFC side. I guess because the really. idea is, yeah. Cause the idea is, because of upsets, you would like the higher seed just for the fact that what if the sixth seed wins and then all of a sudden they're knocking people yep. off and you the Rams knock people off. You get the home, you know, in the yeah. NFC championship. So, but that's where the head coach comes in or down from the owner. All right. Do we just rest our players for a playoff run or do we worry about seeding? I mean, I wonder if some of these teams, like if the Rams get the sixth seed, they're going to play the Lions most likely. And what a matchup that is! Um, and <laughs> what do you, a I mean, do you start? Yeah, I know. Do you start saying, oh, "I don't want to play the Rams"? Maybe <laughs> you know. It's just yeah. like I, I guess you can't. It's tough to do now, especially now since what about three, four years ago? Before I remember, the Cowboys were playing the Eagles in a late game, and because like Washington lost or something, the Eagles were still alive, and all of a sudden it was like this big game for the Eagles. And they destroyed the Cowboys. And it was like, now they play anybody who has, they play them at the same time. Uh, so you can't, so you have to scoreboard or watch during the game. Because if the, you know, say the Eagles lost the early game, then the Cowboys against Washington wouldn't matter. And I guess the NFL doesn't want that type of stuff to happen. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, Brett, my, now Miami and Buffalo. That's the Sunday night game. That's a big thing every year. Ooh, which game in the last week is going to be that night game, that final night game? And we get our Miami-Buffalo. Now, what's interesting is, as we mentioned, Miami was banged up and got their butts kicked by Baltimore. But they're in. But they can still win the division. And Buffalo can win the division with a win. But if they lose, there's a chance they could miss the playoffs. Yep. Uh, but there's other crazy shit if they lose. you know. So, uh, wait, you know... Buffalo at Buffalo New England game was was pretty rough and I was high on the Bills. I'm still sort of high on the Bills because I think they can make some uh some noise in the playoffs. But I don't know. That Patriots game, that was just a weird game. They gave up a 98-yard kickoff return to start the game and turnovers. Josh Allen back to turning the ball over. Are you are you how do you guys feel about the Bills Dolphins matchup this week? Not spread-wise, you could save that. But, but basically about the two teams going into this week and the playoffs. Uh, we'll start with you, Brett. Um, I think it'll be a fun game, but I, I don't think it's like a, two powerhouses. I think I think the Bills, are. I still don't really trust them, and I wouldn't be surprised if they do miss the playoffs. Um, they, they haven't really looked dominant, and many games this year they've they've just shot themselves in the foot. Uh, I, so I, I think I'm leaning towards Miami in this game, but you know, they're a little banged up too. So it'll be exciting. I just, I don't know what kind of quality of football we're going to get though. Hmm. And I'll pose this question to you, Ando with this game in mind. 
who do you think's the real threat to the Ravens out of these teams? Is it Buffalo or Miami? Is it Cleveland? Uh, out, of, out of these teams, the way they've been playing the last couple of weeks, it's got to be Cleveland. I mean, Miami, like you said in, earlier in the pot already, that they're so damn banged up on defense. And offense, they're not exactly healthy. Tua was hobbling around. Jalen Waddle hasn't played hardly at all in the last month. I mean, with Chubb out and one of their other pass rushers is out, I believe, for their uh, not Chubb, but the other one. I can't remember who the other one is right now, but they've got some major injuries going on. I just don't. And even though Buffalo's been down the last week or two again, they still. They can still turn it on, and I I think I like Buffalo more than Miami in this game. I'm still debating that in my head, but I don't know. I think Cleveland is the only team that really seems to be, and I, it might be because their defense is the best one out of these teams that's out there, and their defense is going to be able to make up for a lot of mistakes if the offense makes them. So I I think Cleveland is, the, if there's a threat to Baltimore, it's Cleveland. And man, would that be a will that be a hell of a game? Cleveland versus Baltimore. Oh man, yeah, that would be in the second Fucking round. Probably. Ernest Biner better not fumble. All time grudge match. I mean, <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, I know. You know, I was thinking about this, and I, I don't know if Axel, if you've been thinking about this, probably not. But I'm going to have you think about it right now. Oh, just imagine the success that Baltimore has had, and they're looking like the best team. That literally was the Cleveland Browns and could have been the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. It doesn't that yeah. just like kind of not tickle your fancy, but maybe disrupt it. Just tickle my nuts just a little bit. Yeah, um, wasn't the Ravens wasn't the Ravens first Super Bowl only a year or two after they left? It wasn't very long, yeah. was it? It was ninety six they became the Ravens. And what did they win in two thousand? Two thousand. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking they still had a lot, quite a few players that were on that Cleveland team when they moved, but I might be mistaken. It's been a while since I've thought about those teams, but you know, I I really like your question solo because when you look through the Ravens are playing so well, and then you look at the other teams and honestly, I, I would have to say a team that I would be scared of definitely the Browns and also my Houston Texans, baby. Strong telling you sneak attack. <laughs> they got to make the playoffs. I know they got to win. They got to win to make the playoffs in and they win. I think they can do it. I'm loving that team and I will be cheering for them. But sadly, biggest surprise of the year for me, Kansas city chiefs. I mean, I know they're locked yeah. in at the number three, but it's like Travis Kelsey looks like he needs a Walker. Their defense is flat. <laughs> Mahomes is just up, looks like he's just upset and uncomfortable, right? He's not playing great, but then it, if they can get it to get, you know, they just need like one quarter where they're getting it together. And, but it's still, it's just a shock to me how dominant the Ravens have just really come on and they really snuck up on all of us. I mean, the whole season we've been going back and forth. Are they really this good? Well, Lamar, Brett picked them to win the Super Bowl, I think. So Brett, they didn't sneak there up go, on Brett. Brett, but the, the other the other three of us said, <laughs> well, hey, he picked them. But as we've been talking about them as we go along, they're just kind of rising up and at the right time, right? It's all about timing. But then again, once the playoffs start, it's like, Everything kind of restarts, and you can have a team. That's why Buffalo could be deadly. Like, say they come out and just kick ass against Miami, then all of a sudden everyone's going to be like, "Oh fuck, Josh Allen." Yeah, and that that could definitely happen because we've seen it before. 
And we've yep. seen through history. I mean, a little different with only one one seed now. But the year before that, remember, Green Bay lost to, you know, you know San Fran or I think it was San Fran. And, you know, and through the years, the, these one seeds tend to get knocked off. Last year, it didn't happen. But as the Chiefs and the Eagles went. But it's just like all of a sudden, is Lamar turned to playoff Lamar where he's not as good? And the Browns give him fits or whoever he's playing. You know, it's just that's what's crazy. We know the Cowboys will choke, but that's we'll save that for later. Yeah. But but I like I love you know the this is going to be interesting too. And Ando, you probably know this, and I'm sure everyone knows it by now because I'm sure they said it 52 times on the broadcast. But if the Chiefs win, is a good chance Patrick Mahomes is going to play his first road playoff game of yeah. his career. Yep. That's insane. Crazy. That is insane. And it shows you how, you know, how, you know, the luxuries of playing at home uh, yeah. can change and, things. And they've always, I mean, Arrowhead is such a home field advantage for them oh, not man. having that. It's, that's, that's, I know, like they've always said, this, like in Vegas, it's three points or two points now. I, I would say it's way more than that at places like Lambeau and Arrowhead. They just have a home field advantage that you can't, you can't get any other place. You know, the other, the other team that I keep looking at, and they've underperformed all year, and they've been playing like shit for quite a while, but they could get in, and they got really red hot at the last like three weeks last season and didn't look like they were doing anything, and they have mostly the same roster as the Jaguars. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. If, if you remember at the end of last year, they kind of backed week. into the playoff. Yeah, they they had a, they won an awesome game at the end of the playoffs, and they won into the playoffs against San Diego. I think it was an awesome game. They almost knocked yeah, off. Yeah, they were didn't they? They, the biggest comeback in like history. Yeah, they were down by like twenty eight points or something, and they half, pretty right? much have that same team plus Calvin Ridley. So it's and not that I think they haven't shown any signs of it, but it wouldn't entirely surprise me with a guy like Trevor Lawrence who has played on his fair share of big games throughout his lifetime. You never I, there's teams that I could see some weird dark horse things happening. I'm not predicting the Jaguars are going to do that, but it wouldn't entirely surprise me if they did. Yeah. And I'll tell you Whoa, what, remember guys. the one year oh, go ahead, Solo. with Axel. No, no, no. I was just going to say real quick. Remember the one year where Blake Bortles, the Jags got to the AFC championship. Oh, yeah. Almost yep. beat the Patriots. Yeah. And that yep. was a shocker. Blakey Bortles. Uh, this, you know, but Blake what were you going to say, Mr. Folo? I was going to say, just to round out our talk on the AFC, I have absolutely no interest with either the Colts or the Steelers making the playoffs. <laughs> I don't want them to make the playoffs. They bore me. It, it would be great if the Texans, Bills, Jack, I'm just looking, you know, that's those are fun teams. The Bills, Texans, and the Jags, those are fun teams. And I would like to see any one of those teams go go far if they could and i think they put up a good game but the fucking steelers and the colts no thank you even though i know you love gardner Minshew punching his dad say, in the I, was just say, I was just about to say i'm rooting for my boy yeah, yeah well, you don't want you don't want Minshew mania in the playoffs uh, i i don't i think that Back guy he's like That's more okay. interesting off the field than on the field for me <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I never said he wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That mustache is is the porn stash is more interesting than him playing. But that's just the way I feel. I know the Jags can. Uh, I mean, um, the Colts, if they beat who are they playing? They're playing the Texans. That's that's the, such an important game. But this fucking Steelers. I mean, just please go Ravens beat the Steelers. Just keep Lamar in. I don't give a fuck. 
<laughs> and I'm going to be in Pittsburgh too for that game. So oh shoot, I bet you, Aaron, have and to it's deal on that Saturday night. Aaron is having a big birthday party and a dinner before too. And I bet you, if somebody <laughs> offers him Steelers tickets, he's still going to go. Skips. He'll be like, "I'll see you at the party later, guys. I'm going <laughs> to the Steelers party." <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, that's the thing too: is the Steelers win, but they have to have other teams lose. Yes. Correct? Yeah. Bills yeah, loss, Jags, or or mm-hmm. what? It's Bills loss, Jags loss or tie, Colts Texans tie, or a bunch of crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that's probably why they put it on Saturday because it doesn't necessarily affect. Uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. But Good um, uh, I like this AFC guys. This is fun. Ravens, yeah. Chiefs, Browns, Dolphins, be... or Bills, Texans, Jags. Those yeah, are there's good. there's actually fun. a lot of stuff tied yep. to that Steelers game because if the Steelers lose on Saturday, then the Bills are in. The Bills oh. in the playoffs. They, but it's that that game will still be for the two seed. But one of the ways yeah. the Bills can clinch is if the Steelers lose or the Jaguars lose. So and That's then they'll clinch playoff berth. So That's a good scenario. All right. So let's move over to the NFC. We talked about the Niners, one seed by Christian McCaffrey. He's got a calf strain. He's I'm sure he'll be fine for the playoffs. Christian McCaffrey. I get it. Oh, shoot. <laughs> hey yo. Thanks, Brett. Brett hey, caught on that one quick. <laughs> and as we know, as we talked about last week, Detroit's win over Minnesota. They clinched their division. Now, the stuff that made Whoa. me crazy. Oh, what happened? Nothing. Oh, I just like oh, to say that. Donald talking. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I got a little excited there. So Saturday night, the Cowboys beat the Lions twenty to nineteen. And I'm sure if you listen to this pod, you listen to other NFL pods. Maybe you don't. And you wait like calumny just waits for us. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I got so much to say about this game. Of course, the big thing is the whole two-point conversion reporting yeah. thing. Yeah. And in our quotes, well, before that happened, that's hey, before you sh- get solo. Before you get going, can I ask you a question right off the top? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Do you trust either Dan Campbell or Mike McCarthy to win a playoff game? Hell no. Hell no. I I, I trust Campbell more. I think that well, that last five minutes of that game, I wanted to play circus music. It was oh, freaking yeah. insane, the amount of stupid stupid coaching. Stupid. I mean, that's all it was. And the thing is, like, see, I trust McCarthy, just not in a close game. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if they're yeah. up by 20, I'm good. <laughs> but I realize the Cowboys have no running game whatsoever, and they cannot run the ball. But at the end of the game, time, if you can – run the ball for no yards, but take 40 seconds off the clock, you do it. You do it. Because with your defense, it's not the best defense, but with your defense, it's a good chance with 20 to 40 seconds left versus 140, you'll be able to make a stop or do so. Because they're going to have to throw the ball deeper. They're not going to have to do check downs or fit 10 out, 10 yard routes because they have plenty of time. And I just don't understand both McCarthy and Dak how does Dak throw on second and 14 a freaking pass out of bounds to nobody? Like, I don't know. I, I, I. Then, of course, they call a penalty on Hendershot, and it was actually on Hutchinson for tripping. They got that wrong. 
No one's talking about that. Uh-huh. So this two-point thing should have never happened. But the fact that Detroit tried to get cute sending like okay, so they want they didn't want Dallas to know who was gonna be eligible or confuse them. But the ref and the PA announcer announced it. So they didn't announce 68, of course. That's why Dallas didn't cover them. And yeah, it worked, the two-point conversion. And bet on the rest for not getting the right one. But Detroit trying to be all cute with three linemen going to the ref and one coming on late. And it just was like, I know it was a bad call by the refs and he got confused because these refs suck most of the time and they're they're old and they can't keep up. But like, I think someone on the pod said, I think Bill Simmons said it, you know, Dan Campbell told <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the the refs before the game, oh, we're going to run this play, we're going to do this. You think these old refs three and a half hours later are going to remember? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. the game's on the line. You know, so I I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm hearing myself on in my ear, I guess someone, I don't know. Yeah. I'm Maybe hearing a little God bit of an echo. Me. I don't know where it's coming from. Yeah. I, I can hear that too. I'm not sure what the deal is there. I don't know where that's coming. Oh. Do you want to try to call well, back in solo? Is it coming from everyone or just, no, let's see. Hello. No, Hello? Does someone have their headphones turned up really loud. Hello. No. Hello. Mm. Can you, this is a great huh. part of the podcast. Hello. Can All right. <laughs> anyway, who cares? Uh, so, Oh, now I'm hearing myself. <laughs> it does, whatever. I, I won't talk as much. But yeah, so it was just a crazy game. That's unlikely. <laughs> yeah, that's very unlikely. But, you know, the game. So, but the Eagles losing to the Cardinals. So now the Cowboys have a chance to win the NFC East by going to beat Washington. I didn't think this could ever happen at all. And it happened. Well, just go back and listen to the last couple weeks of the podcast and how 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 dismayed you were because there was no way in hell the no way in hell that the Cowboys would ever have a chance at the two seed. And we tried no. to console you, and you were you were not having any of it. it but was, the odds weren't in the fa- I, yeah. I, I know. Like, there's no way the Eagles are losing to the Giants twice. One, I mean, one of them, the Giants, two games, or the Cardinals. Well, it's like I said in that text message. We've been saying it all year. The car, the Eagles are overrated, and they have proven right. it. Yeah, they hey, hey, they had their chance last year. They had the easiest fucking schedule. They had a healthy team, and they blew it. So that's it. They made it to the Super Bowl. You got to fight your way through. But you never know. They could go on a roll in the playoffs, guys. You know what I'm, I mean? Things start over again. Next thing you know, you yeah. turn around, and they're tush-pushing their way into the fucking Super Bowl again. And you're <laughs> like, what the fuck happened? Um, yeah. You know, I mean, the 49ers yeah. have lost some games this year. So the, the, I, I honestly, I, I feel like both conferences are wide open. You know, one of these teams goes on a run. And to get back to that game, just fucking kick the ball. You know what I mean? Like, why do you, it's just stupid. Like, it's almost like every, the universe was telling them, don't go for the two-point conversion, moron. It was just so silly, and uh, I don't know. The whole thing was so – but it was great to watch, though. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about the Detroit game? Yeah, the yeah the Dallas-Detroit yeah. game, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, why you would go for the two from the seven-yard line is – makes – yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, it's, that was that was absurd. almost the worst part. That was yeah. Silly. yeah, it's like it's like – 
the referees made a mistake on the uh, initial try. Well, then you made a mistake by exactly. choosing to go for two yep. from the seven. Yep. Totally. You deserve to fucking lose. But then again, I kind of feel like, yeah. hey, when you get to the playoffs, he's a decisive guy. You know what I mean? I know we all – it's hard, you know? You got to make it. It seemed to me that that was a purely emotional yeah. play call because he's got so pissed off. He's like, well, fuck you. We're going to do it anyways. Yeah. I'm like, that's not the kind – to me, that if I was a Detroit fan, that would make me nervous because you got you can't be emotional on those kind of things. That normally doesn't work out well when you do that. But you know what, Ando? That's what got him there. Yeah, I know. Right? I know. Like, and and football is fucking nuts. You know, all these guys like wear the same socks all the whole year. Like, oh, yeah. it's very they they get into it, and you're on the field, and your blood's pumping, and you know it's funny now. You know, obviously, Lachlan's so into football now. I think he understands now. He used to ask me like. Every time they get up, they're like cheering and all that. And I was like, dude, you have to be pumped to get hit like this all the time. So yeah. after every play, you're going nuts. You know what I mean? Like they're all fucking going nuts. So <laughs> that's why we love it. That's why we love it. Yeah, baby. Um, hey, the echo's gone. Yeah, it sounds better now. I think maybe Brett, maybe you were a little high or something. Maybe once Brett talked, it went away. No, you're high. Brett was, volume oh, was up. I'm definitely <laughs> and high. And Solo and I are drunk. That's true. No, um, New Year's I'm resolution. not drunk. I'm not drunk either. But I know. Let's but we would see. be if, if it was yeah. 2023. Yeah, baby. We'll see. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. did you uh, for the notes? Did you print them off again, or are you reading off the thing? Because I made a few extra things I found like ten minutes. Oh no, I, I, I'm old school print. Okay. The, so the Lions also can clinch the number two seed with a win and a Cowboys or Eagles loss, or they will clinch a three seed if they lose. Ah. Okay. And the Cowboys can clinch number two seed with a win. So, so. And remember, Ando, you asked me weeks ago, would you rather play Tampa on the road or have the home game? Yep. The two home games. And I said the two home games. And I think with this Dallas team, if yeah, well, getting yeah. the two I mean, getting the two seed and then having to probably go to San Francisco if they were to get to the NFC championship, that's a big if. Because if the Cowboys play the Packers, hmm. I mean, yeah, they should beat them, but yep. it's McCarthy against the Packers, you know. <laughs> then we could have the Lions rematch or Eagles rematch, and then you have to go to San Fran. But I mean, if the Cowboys got to the NFC Championship, I'd be very happy. I wouldn't. I don't know how confident I would be that they could beat the Niners, but you know what? Anything can happen, right? Mm. Brock Purdy could get knocked out. Dak could all of a sudden not throw any picks, and Tony Pollard could rush for 150 yards. So who would the Wait, who, would, who would the Niners get in the second round? That'd be the four or five game, wouldn't it? Winner It'd probably the be five? the Eagle yeah. if the Eagles beat the Bucks. Unless there's an upset, you would have the oh, you know. But if yeah. the Rams beat the Lions, the Rams would go to San Francisco, and the Eagles would come to Dallas. And you know what? The Rams, the Rams would be a good matchup for the 49ers. I think the way the Rams are playing, they play that up. would be fun. Yeah. yeah, they play this week. Rams are coming on. Yeah, twice. Yeah, well, it wouldn't be twice in a row, but um, yeah. That's... But divisional divisional matchups, you know. You never know what's I mean, going to happen. Exactly, McVay. <laughs> Seriously, how, how about that? The surprise for me in the AFC is how bad the Chiefs are. The surprise for me in the NFC is the Rams are on fire, and they're coming in hot. And uh, I mean, we'll see how things go this weekend, but that's that's been pretty interesting to see that happen, you know. Yeah. So, Brett, what's your percentage of the Falcons making the playoffs? To, as they need, they can clinch the NFC South with a win and a Bucks loss. Um, 
Can they still get a wild card? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Which team? The Falcons? Yeah. Yes. I guess. Yep. Yep. They can only get, they can only clinch the South. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, they need a win and a Bucks loss and they will clinch those. So it's not super complicated for them, but. But Carolina, uh, just start Andy like... Dalton and try to win the game. <laughs> I'm not going to even talk about the Bears game. Uh, we lost by 20 points and somehow I feel like we're closer to the playoffs. I don't know how that works. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Saints, for beating the Bucks. So, yeah, it's pretty simple. You just win and the Buccaneers lose uh, at Carolina, and you're probably playing like the Eagles in the first round at home. But what do you I would feel give that like that? a I would give that like a one percent chance. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't think yeah. either one of those things are yeah. going to happen. I think um, the Bucks would have to I mean, that would be a, an epic fuck up. Epic. Possible. Oh though. yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's not forget. I know they won with Tom Brady, but they are the Buccaneers. It's not like they have a history and of being in the most awesome team ever. Baker Mayfield has yeah. had has had struggles from time to time. It's yes. not like he's uh we're not talking Patrick Mahomes here. But not in commercials, though. He's great in those. Well, no. no. Acting, but talk, yeah. But talk about that line, minus two and a half. Bucks Saints coming into Tampa, and we just all picked it wrong. I think the world did. I don't know. Many people had the Saints. I guess you call it a Surprise. rat line or a fishy yeah. line. Yeah. There, it was just, I couldn't believe it. Right off the bat, you just knew. Yep. You know, it's just like, yeah, it killed all my parlays, of course. Well, it's just um, all, th- none of these teams in the NFC South are any good. So no one should be surprised right. if any of them lose to anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Brad, are you the same way as me? I am firmly in the camp that I don't want the Vikings to – I don't want them to win even though they can get in. I don't want this team in the playoffs because I don't think it's going to – I think they'd be better off at this point getting a top-10 draft pick than they would be getting a 19 draft pick or an 18 draft pick and – getting destroyed in the first round of the playoffs because they have no quarterback. Right. Mm. right. I, I want the Falcons to lose if it means their head coach is fired. Yeah, there you go. I mean, if they're <laughs> going to retain the head coach regardless, might as well try to make the playoffs. But the Falcons will probably get like a, a nine or a, the ninth or tenth overall pick if they lose, which is funny because they could still make the playoffs. It's, it's so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it looks like the mm-hmm. NFC is a little more, not as crazy as the possibilities in the AFC. Yeah, yeah, because because the Packers win, they're in, and then it's it's over. Except for if the Bucks lose to the Panthers, but if the Bucks and Green Bay wins, that's it. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's actually you know, more teams still alive in the NFC, but it's a lot simpler. Yes, simpler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's probably what's going to happen. And. uh then we'll see what happens in the playoffs where it, uh, it'll be interesting again. Eagles, well, Rams, Cowboys, Lions. The Bears Niners. could beat the Packs, Folo. The <laughs> Bears true. are hot. That's true. That's true. And they you have that. And, and they don't have a 0.1% chance to make the playoffs, so there's nothing to lose. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just putting this out there. The Packers, yeah, they looked good last week, but they were playing against a yes. team that didn't have their yeah. starting quarterback, starting tight end. Start right. three starters on defense. They were playing a team that was like a JV team, and they looked. Yeah. I don't know because I think it was Simmons or somebody was just raving. Oh, the Packers are looking great. Nobody. Wants. I'm like, I don't. That's I don't a, think yeah. you're quite. You're not analyzing this from all sides here. You know what, Andy? I, I I guess after all this time, 
and, and through this podcast, I can start to feel the pain. We empathize with each other. This Packers bullshit. It's like all they need to do is like fucking walk and chew gum at the same time. And half the nation is like, oh, my God, they're back. The Packers. We love the Packers. It's like, oh, title town is back. Jordan Love is a champion. You know, Um, I just think that they need to to do more than this. But, hey, it is surprising that they might make the playoffs. I have to say that, you know, I mean, look at my Jets. But, uh, well, I mean, Love has pl- Love has played well. I mean, what, well, much better than I thought he was going to. And they've they've played well at times, but they're not as I don't think they're as big of a threat as a lot of, especially nationally. They almost people. lost to Carolina. They yeah. blew that game. I mean, you know, so they they lost right. to Tommy DeVito. They lost yeah. to Baker Mayfield. They made Baker Mayfield look like the second coming of Joe Montana, and that was only like three weeks ago. Yeah, this is not a. T- I, I I just I really I'm not I'm still not high on the Packers, but now, now they'll prove me wrong and go on a run and. I'll just cry. In no, they better not go on a run because they're probably going to play Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, no uh, kidding. At home, though, too. So I think that'll put an end to that run. Yeah. Um, that It's so, going to be fun, though. Playoffs, baby. Looking good. Playoffs, they're coming. And with going into our final week, uh, so I came out with my final power rankings for the regular season. Uh, little Could be a little controversial. I don't know. Oh. I have the new... <laughs> The new <laughs> Ravens. By the one, way, I have Niners to take a pee real quick. I'll be right back, guys. Sorry, urination must occur. <laughs> All right. All right, let's switch it to the love seat real quick, and then we'll go, <laughs> jump back into the this couch. Yeah. <laughs> no, just kidding. So we'll go uh, power rankings. Uh, or did, did Axel want to pause, or we're we just going? Did he pause? I don't think he paused. I don't. I'm not sure though. I'm not sure. <laughs> that would have been worth clarifying. Well, you want to talk some love seat or we could, we could. what the yeah, hell? Let's do, okay. So guys, we're going to change <laughs> it up. We're going love seat part one. Yes. Lo- love seat part one. We're doing something different. So, this is like halftime. The halftime so, show. Let's, uh, we won't talk about the semifinal games. We'll save that for the part two of the love seat. But um, Brett, tell us who won the Brett's amazing <laughs> oh, quiz. Shit. <laughs> Some guy named uh, Solo's Stressful Picks. Yes, and they were. They were very stressful. (laughs) Congratulations, Heath. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was was a nice bounce back. Yeah, especially after last year's (laughs) Purdue LSU. And I'm like, just like realizing like, because last year I picked them in like five minutes, my picks. And I kind of just picked winners versus thinking about who would kill who. And I didn't look at any spreads. I, you know, cause I remember I picked Tulane to beat USC, which they did, but they won by like one point. And I didn't think. And well, I knew everyone... after, after I picked you off last year on that last game, because of that game, I knew that would, this year would not be the same. I knew you would come kind of prepared. So I was concerned with how well you were going to do this year. solo. <laughs> I knew you wouldn't oh, make I... the same mistake twice. Dude, I was like Rocky in Russia. You know, running up the hill <laughs> with the log on my head, with Polly on the wagon or whatever, you know. Listen to the survivor, yeah. Listen to, yeah, I, that's what I was. I said, you know, and I was still mad at myself for picking Troy and not picking Texas Tech. And I was doing all these things. and But, uh, yeah, no, it was it was very rewarding. It was nice to finally win something. Uh, there were 39 contestants, and Heath finished numero uno. And I set a new record, right? 
Well, yes. I mean, I, 233 I points. Ooh. And for those of you Ridiculous. listening at home or on the road or in your bathtub, I'm back, uh, baby. You pick 10, you pick 10 teams and only 10 out of all the bowl games. And based on, say, you pick Tennessee. If they win by 35, you get 35 points. If they lose by 35, you get minus 35. And so, yeah, the margin of victory or defeat is why you get points scored. Did you guys actually go to the love seat? Yeah, we went to part one because we didn't know. We didn't know if you start stopped recording or not. No, no, no. I didn't you say that besides Uh, solo breaking the record? Didn't didn't your thing say that five teams broke my old record? Yes, including myself again. Yes. Yeah, the top what five a crazy week with more points. Year. Yeah. yeah. Man, it was that was fun. Well, if you want to hear more college football talk, stay tuned for part two of The Love Seat coming soon. Nice. To a podcast, earbuds near you. Okay. Power rankings. So, Axel's back. He, I hope he washed his hands. I Actually, did I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I wiped my pee-pee right on my pants. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, he's not an employee, so he can do that. Oh, his mic. Oh, my God. His mic's all. I will never I will never look at that mic ever again the same way. As I don't know if I looked at it ever, but I... No, I have. Okay. Solo's final power rankings. Number one, Ravens. Two Niners. Three Cowboys. Four Browns. Five Bills. Six Lions. Seven Dolphins. Eight Chiefs. Nine Eagles. Ten Rams. With the Texans in eleventh, of course the bottom five. Who cares about? <laughs> I like this I power ranking solo. I can't even find it on my list. I don't. I don't know. Uh, if it's hard to disagree page? with any of it. Well, Please, no, you, I I like it. I really like it. Happened? Oh, there it is. Jack. Yeah, the bottom five. I have the Panthers at thirty-two, Giants at thirty-one, Washington Chargers, Titans. Cardinals I have up after their win against the Eagles. They deserve to be up there, but mm. um Well there's like ten or twelve teams in the middle that are all basically the same. Yeah. yeah. How do you yeah. Yeah, I mean, depending on the week. So it's right. There's so much yeah, there's definitely even though there's not like a bunch of powerhouses, there's definitely like tiers of teams this year. Yeah. Right. Right. You're right. Yeah, because that middle yeah. like Kind of like the 12 through 18. You could flip any of those teams, I think. Jags, Colts, Steelers, Packers, Bucks, Seahawks, Bears. And the Bears I jumped up because they've been playing so well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I ha- I was just like, you know. And, and Axel, we talked, like, the mighty have fallen. The Broncos. I mean, they were in it. They turned yeah. it around. And then Russell's benched. Okay, so Axel. Oh, since you just returned from the bathroom, yeah. Russell Wilson. <laughs> yeah, Russell Wilson. I only have what? three bathrooms in my house, not thirteen. <laughs> I got two if you count the sink. That's because you're just a third string quarterback, there, Axel. I know, not a backup. Do we? If do you? Question for you, Axel, and around the couch. Yes. Where would Russell Wilson end up next year, or would anyone even take him? on their roster yes i mean i think he is definitely a capable nfl quarterback i think that there are a number of teams who could end up with russell wilson the question for me is will he start 
or have to battle out for a job or maybe go up against a rookie in Atlanta that they're not so sure of, uh, well, second-year guy or however, whatever, the Regal Beagle, hello, however long he's been there. What's Ritter? Is this a second-year or first-year? Second year. It's a second year. Yeah. I mean, I do. Yeah. I think, look, we make fun of Russell Wilson, but the truth is, I just think that he quickly wore out his welcome. I don't think that the coach wants him around and the money thing. That contract was stupid to begin with. We'll see what happens, but I definitely think he could end up backing up fucking Aaron Rodgers. And the Jets. They won't do that. They and I, don't, they, do that. I don't think he will go. I don't think his ego will allow him to go anywhere where he knows he's going to be the backup for sure. Well, where is he going to start? He, well, at the very least, he's going to go somewhere where where there's going to be a competition. Whether yeah, because I mean, not all of these teams, like say the the Patriots or the Falcons or the Vikings or um, uh, who else, the Titans, teams that don't have like solid number one quarterbacks in for next year. Where he knows he could have a I mean, if Kirk Cousins resigns with the Vikings, that takes him off there, obviously. But those other teams where he could go compete with Desmond Ritter or go compete with Bailey Zappi yeah. and Mac Jones or something, I think he's going to go or the Commanders. One of those, one of those Patriots. teams. Patriots. Patriots. How about that? Maybe the Steelers. I oh. mean, there's there's teams where yeah. there's where the Steelers are not going to be able to draft the quarterback. Mm. And they're they're going to have a good enough draft pick where most of all those the f- top four or five quarterbacks are going to be gone. I could see him go to the Steelers. Go, I, I mean, he would fit with that team. I would yeah. think it's so hard to tell until after the draft, and for yeah, you know, uh, yeah, you got to see what's going to happen. And I think, I don't know, New uh, Orleans. Well, what's Carr's contract? Yeah, is, is he it, better than Carr? That much better? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You know what I mean? No, you bring up the Steelers, which is interesting because. The Steelers aren't going to draft another first round quarterback because they got Pickett. They're because so if you bring in Wussel, <laughs> if you bring in Wussel Wilson, Wussel Wilson, to, uh, what am I? The guy in Big Bang Theory? Uh, what's that guy? The, the lisp. Um, uh, if you bring in Russell Wilson to compete with Pickett, that would make more sense. That's I what I mean. I, that's what I. You know what? Yeah. For some know? reason, that's what I see. Even if it is like there. the Titans, or, good, I didn't even think of that. Where they're bringing him in to kind of push someone forward, and or maybe Matt Stafford finally retires. Uh, maybe. maybe they win the Super Bowl and he retires. He goes out on top. Yeah. So I mean, they're, they're still in the Super Bowl. Uh, He's definitely, but with the listen, we're coming towards the end of the week. I don't know if we beat the record of last year, but with the quarterback play in the NFL this year and the fact that he's still healthy. I would say he is most definitely going to end up somewhere, and we'll see what happens. But well, and even if he doesn't, coming the back to Seattle. Even if he doesn't at the beginning of the year, he'll sit until somebody somebody will call him eventually that, because quarterbacks yeah. are going to keep getting hurt. I, so maybe he sits the first month of the season or something. He'll be in there. He'll play for somebody at some point. I don't know about into the season, but I do. It does feel to me like it might be like he doesn't sign until a bit later. Yeah, I think we have free agency before the draft, but I think Russell Wilson's an after the draft yeah, guy. Could be yeah, solo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because teams probably want to see who they get and then look yep. at their mm-hmm. rosters. And then, because I mean, I don't know what, I know the dead money with the Broncos, 
but like, what would you have to sign up? Like, would you just give them a one year deal or is it like, I, I don't know what, how that works. If, if the Broncos have to pay the money, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm yeah. not sure how that, that works too. So that could be a, another uh, thing there. All right. Um, any last words on the playoff picture before we st- go to Ando's cave and start making our picks? No, let's head for the cave, baby. All right. We're in the cave. Oh, it's well, dark. Ando, take it away. I like it. Well, we cave. are down to the last week, and Axel's tie for the lead lasted one week. It, it, it was done before we were finished. For, it was done before we finished the podcast last week on Thursday night. But Thanks, guys. Going into the last week, solo, you are I, well. This last week, I won the week at ten and six. Nice. Uh, Brett job, and Heath man. were nine and seven, and Axel was eight and eight. So we actually all did fairly well. I mean, Heath. Okay. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Axel. I was just going to say, you look overall, guys. We should be proud of ourselves. We did, and to be so close to each other too. Come on. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, solo is in the lead by one over Axel, two over Brett, and three over me. So we're all bunched in together. So That's nuts. One, one big week by anybody could wow. change the whole. One, the whole th- two, three. Yeah. 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 Oh, and don't forget Lachlan. Oh, yes. Oh, how did Lachlan do? Lachlan went seven and nine. Yep. Not bad for a rook. Yeah. 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 First Daddy time, not bad. Him. Daddy beat him by one game. That's right, son. <laughs> no, I'm very proud of him. Very proud. I love it. Lachlan says, go with this team, but we're not doing it. <laughs> he was getting pissed off, too, dude. I'll tell you. He was getting, I remember his face. He was like, come on. Are you listening to me? And I was like, I love you, pal. But oh, I do. Oh, by the way, I have Lachlan picks again this week if you want them. Oh, oh, okay. I, right. can, I, got Lachlan I picks. can put them in the same spot I did the last time. So, yep. and you know, I was thinking next season. Assuming we are still doing this, we should maybe maybe we should do a guest picker every week. Ooh, they don't have to come fun. on the podcast, but we can say, "Hey, Aaron, send in your picks for this week." Or Lachlan, right? And it'll or, be the guests, and we can tally up yeah, the wins and losses the, based on guests, right? Yeah, and then we yeah. could maybe even have a Lachlan his own entry. There yeah, so it's five of us plus the guests, and yeah. I, like I was it. thinking that might be a fun idea. And then I'm going to have to get a fun. new uh, recorder because the podcast is going to be like four and a half hours long. Well, no, I, I'm okay. not saying we have, they have to, the guest has to come on. I know. I'm, I'm just, just saying kidding. that. Yeah, I'm okay. just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, right. shit. Wow. We're going to be good. around the couch lowdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. 12 hours. Well, I, I think as far as the picks last week, I think Brett is the only one that got any Revis Islands correct by himself, unless I'm reading it wrong. The Cardinals and the Packers. Am I right on that, Brett? I, well, I got those two right. I'm not sure if yeah. anyone else did. You also, yeah, well, nobody else got those two games right. I'm just looking at it now. And I, I, I also yeah. missed a couple of Revis <laughs> I was going to say, the Chargers and the Bengals, <laughs> you also got, got the wrong way. On the, you drowned on Revis Island, so... Both of those were just brutal. I felt good all game long on both of those picks. And, and for some reason, so, at the end. for some reason, solo, you took the Panthers over the Jags, which I'm still can't quite figure that one out. But I was, I was just well, honestly, because of Bethard, and I was oh, just like I could yep. see them being close, but yeah, I was wrong. And then otherwise, Axel taking the Jets was the only other one. I, oh, and. Oh, but, well, yeah, Lachlan took a couple, but those I'm not going to blame him because, like, the Bills, he took the Bills, but they just didn't cover. They did win, so that was Yeah, so no, 
Lachlan's first week, seven and nine. Yeah. Not bad. It's, I've had many good. worse weeks than that. <laughs> no yeah. kidding. Especially against the spread. Well, nice job, Lachlan. Seven and nine. You, you had a bright future, kid. <laughs> you, he's already a degenerate gambler. Yeah. I love it. I hope you're proud, Axel. I know the rest of us are. I am. Thank you, guys. Axel, so, I wish Axel was my daddy. <laughs> he is. Who's your daddy? Way, I think. Yeah, he probably is. He actually is. Yeah. <laughs> so for the last week of the season, we are picking in the order of the standings. And that's it may not sound bad, but that's actually an advantage because the most wins of the season have come out of the fir- person who picks first by like three or four wins more than any other oh, position. Oh, wow. So, so Solo, you're going first. Actually, you're second. Brett, third. Me, last. All right. And just to clarify one more time, this is these are the final. This is the final week, and then the winner is determined after this week. I'm pretty the sure that's what we decided, wasn't what it? What did we playoffs? do last? What, do you remember well, what we did? We did the playoffs, and then, or we did the regular season, and then we did a separate thing for the playoffs. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right. I'm looking through the history, yeah. and it's, it was a separate thing for the playoffs. Okay, so, so we'll just keep last that year. Heath won. He was 13 games over 500, and he and he took it. Nice. You're 12 games over 500 right now, Solo. That's pretty impressive. Wow. Huh. So, which means I'm probably going to be like seven games over because I'm going to suck. This is a hard week, <laughs> gents, because of players resting or not. Yeah. It's yeah. Tuesday. This is the, We're recording. This is the hardest one. Yeah. So this is this thing could fluctuate. So, how about we do this though? If we do have a tie. Should we do playoff picks as the tiebreaker? Overall? I don't well, know because, well, then if the we have playoff? a tiebreaker, so then is it just between the two people that tie? Or three people I that say, tie? I say we or let the them tie, go. No. I say if there is a tie, we extend it. Okay. Give Let's everyone a it. shot. I yeah, agree. one tie, all you know, tie, basically. Give everyone a shot. But if someone yeah. is outright the winner, then, you know, it's over. And then we do our own little playoff bracket and things we do. But yeah, let's do that for the since we're all on the couch. If there is a tie, then we're all still alive. All right, guys, Sounds we got to beat me. Solo. Like Breco's zero in thirteen or whatever. Zero <laughs> in sixteen. So when we're also under picking too, everybody is picking their own team. As we'll have the first pick will be their of their own team. So Solo will be picking the Cowboys first. I will be taking the Vikings first. Axel Falcon or Axel Jets Falcons. So that's another little. Just for the last week, I thought we'd do that. That's kind of fun. So, cool. Very anyways, cool. the first game up of the week. Oh, I was, I'm sorry, Andy. Oh, yeah. Do you want to add a Lachlan column after yeah. me, and I'll just go into Lachlan's pick after my pick? Um. Well, what I that's uh, not as easy as that, but where I'm going to put it is I'm going to put it where you see where I have the times, the times of the games. Yeah. I'm going to change that column to him. Oh, does that okay. Make sense? Yes, it does. Yes. So that's where I'll put his stuff. That's what I okay. did last week because cool. It's confusing that's adding fine. it in a that's whatever. Fine. Yeah. Um, okay. So the first game of the week, solo. The Steelers are favored by three and a half. This spread has narrowed up a little bit. I think it was four and a half yesterday. Steelers mm-hmm. at the Ravens. Steelers by three and a half. Well, okay. We so this week, everyone, we have two Saturday games, and this is the first Saturday game, uh, and. Uh, and then the rest are all Sunday, no Monday night. All right. Yeah. And nobody's on by though. Some teams will play like they're on a buy. Um, <laughs> multiple teams. I, 
Yeah, I mean, Ravens and Steelers always close, but, you know, who's going to be, is Huntley going to start over Lamar, you know, with them locking up the one seed? Steelers need this game bad, but I don't think the Ravens lie down. I think three and a half, I think this could be a field goal game. So I'm going to take the Ravens plus the points just for the fact that I don't think it's going to be a rollover for the Steelers, especially in Baltimore. Axel. Yeah. Yeah, this is such a tough one because I feel like the Ravens are going to win the first half and the Steelers are going to win the second half. (laughs) Um, uh, But three and a half. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Fucking hell. I'm going to go with the Steelers here. They're going to piss me they're off. They're in and Pittsburgh. Win. Yep. They're going to piss me off. I'm going to be there, and everyone's going to be all happy. And guess what? I've already decided I'm wearing my Aaron Rodgers jersey to Aaron's party. So fuck you, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Even though say, do I have I like this wrong? Is, is it in Pittsburgh, the game? Do I have it no, wrong Baltimore. on the chart? No, no. I'll, I'll, be in, I'll be in oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, you'll be in Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so but should I just. said if Ahus gets tickets, Ahus would have to go to Maryland. So yeah, I gotcha. Gotcha. I, I missed. I missed something there. Okay. Um, yeah, so no. should I go into Lachlan's pick after my pick each time, even though his name isn't there? Right. It's just if easier. You, yeah, you should way. go ahead. Uh, he says he picks Steelers. Steelers kind of suck, but they will win since Ravens have no real reason to win. Oh, even Steelers a little too. commentary from Lachlan. Yeah, he's got some whoa, commentary. Whoa, whoa. It, it calms I, down oops. towards the end. We were, he was get, maybe he's getting a, a little he's tired. He's like, screw this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to take the points here. I like I like Baltimore to uh, win the game. I think the talent will win out. Oh, so you're, oh, you're taking the Ravens. Yeah, yeah I'm taking the points. Yeah, Baltimore yep, plus yep, three yep, and yep. a half. Oh, son of a... See, so here we go. Is. First, here it game, is. first game. Oh, first shit. game. Here we go. You know and what? This is Dobbs' jersey. <laughs> Andy's got I do want to oh, say God. real quick that uh, <laughs> Solo made a joke about me going 0 16. Well, if I did go 0 16, I would still have a better record than I had last year. So, <laughs> oh, oh, what was your record last year, Brett? It was not good. I'll look it up here in a second. I didn't think it was that bad. Wow, wow. I thought you. I know you had some bad weeks. I thought you rebounded near the end, but that must have been my imagination running wild. I may have, and it was still pretty bad. No, but you see, though, Brett, this season, this is like season two, and what you've done is you've changed your character because last season you were more AI, and this season you're more BTK. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good because that means that's you're true. killing it. Get it? Because it's BTK. <laughs> so you well, have that killer well instinct. Said, he has that killer instinct this year. Well, thank you, Axel. Uh, last year, I was 17 games under 500. So, wow. Damn. Well, see, that was AI, IA. Then you yeah, were on the yeah, pod. Was, you weren't on the pod. Yeah, Mike wasn't a, working. Yeah, you, know, it was a you had a few things recasted for the second season that turned out a lot better. So, you know, <laughs> you, got I, bionic, you got a bionic brain. To I really want to take the Ravens here, but, you know, the Steelers with Mason Rudolph all of a sudden look like a much different team. And they do want it more, and I don't think the Ravens are going to try it that hard. So I'm taking the Steelers here, too. Uh, next right. up, Axel, we have the Saturday night game, 
And this is a big one. Texans and the Colts in Indianapolis. Colts favored by one and a half. And that this this one has wide the spread has widened a little bit. I think it was at one before. Well, both Lachlan yeah. and I take the Texans, and we both think it's because CJ Stroud is doing very good this year, and he'll lead the Texans to the playoffs. I like the Texans as well. Nice, bro. I, they, good job. They have the momentum on their side. I don't care that it's in Indianapolis. I just think they're better. Yeah, I echo everything Brett said. CJ's playing. I'm taking the Texans in this game. I've, I've, I haven't been a big fan of the Colts all year. Texans. I've been a big fan of the Colts all year. Yep. Because of my boy Garner Minshew. Yep. And his stash, bomber jacket, sweatpants, punching his dad at the airport, drinking a beer while then going shirtless, playing pickleball with old ladies. But I'm going the Houston Texans. I believe in C.J. Stroud. I do not believe in the Colts' defense. And I think they're going to choke and Houston reigns supreme. Next up, the first early Sunday game. And there's actually, for a change, they have actually distributed these games almost equally. There's a whole bunch of late games. Yeah. More late games than early games, actually, for a change. Wow. I, I think it's all to do with just how the playoff seating is working like the who has to beat who and all yep, that so it's yep. i wish they would do this kind of thing more often actually but actually you are up and it's the 11 and 5 browns going to cincinnati to play the 8 and 8 bengals the bengals are favored by 6 i think it's brett no, i'm up or yeah. brett sorry not axel brett that's sorry. okay I'm buddy not reading correctly yep it's brett <laughs> uh, this week screams browns resting starters and uh I think Cincinnati at home is going to want to show up and beat their cross-state rivals here. So I think they will cover the six. Give me the Bengals. Hmm. Bengals. What was I supposed to say when the Bengals and the Browns came up for me solo? Do you remember? I'm sorry. It was something disgruntled of some kind. God, six what? points seems like an awful. No, the one you said earlier in the earlier in the episode, you're like that sounds like you were already. Get, I was getting ready to. Oh yeah, talk about the Browns and the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna yeah. say, ah, oh, shit. Yeah, six points. God, that's a lot of points. But you know what? I'm gonna go with the Bengals too. I just the Browns. I don't think they're gonna play a lot of guys because they don't need to. Bengals. Solo. Oh me. So, oh, sorry. Yeah. I, 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 yeah. Oh, I yeah, with this, you got... this one has wide, too. This one was like four and a half. Now it's up to six. So, yeah, so a lot of money on the Bengals. I, I, I'm tempted to take a lot of points this week, but I, I just can't see the Browns playing anybody. And, you know, I don't even know if J.J. Walker going to start at QB or Dorian Thompson, but he gets hurt every week. I don't know. You want to save Flacco? I'll take the Bengals. What the hell? Yep, Lachlan and I both take the Bengalis. They're going to be just like the uh, Ravens game where the Browns maybe win the first quarter or something, and then the Bengals are just the only ones that are playing the rest of the game. Next up, I have the my Minnesota Vikings going to Detroit. The Lions are favored by three. This spread has changed a lot. This spread was almost six at one time, so it's come down quite a bit. And I know the Lions, if the Lions are playing late and they already had stuff figured out, I might be different here, but the Vikings are, uh, 
the the they're just that game on Sunday night. Uh, they were not only did they get outplayed, they just looked like a team that was like, you know what, we've had too many injuries. It's not happening for us this year. They just didn't look like they they looked exhausted and tired and. Not like the Lions, even though they lost, they look energetic and they were pumped to play. Lions are going to cover this one easy. Lions. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Ando. I, I tend to pick the Vikings for you, but and I've got screwed every time. I, I thought Jaron Hall was going to have a great game, and boy, was I wrong about that. Jesus. Yeah, he's, uh, he's not the answer. <laughs> yeah, he's like you said, he's not ready for prime time. No. Nope. Uh, you know, I mean, granted – he, he had that one good series, got hurt early in the year, and then started out bad. I mean, I, I wouldn't give up on the kid, well, but... When you when you bench him for Nick Mullins, and I, you know what I was going to say? Nick Mullins, yeah. I think, is now, in my mind at least, is going to be named Jameis Winston 2.0 because he chucks the ball around just like Jameis does and makes some amazing <laughs> throws. And then, without a doubt, he makes like four or five boneheaded plays in the same game. So he, right. he's, he's, the new, he's the new Jameis Winston of the North. So. <laughs> With, with the clear off the field record. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I mean, Jaron Hall might eventually be a good quarterback, but probably not with the Vikings, uh, probably with the Jets or something down the line, but because uh, they love BYU quarterbacks. But no, I, I, I think the Lions are going to be fired up for this game and want to kind of come in and play really well with, with the chance of them possibly getting a two seed. Uh, if the Cowboys and the Eagles were to lose, but I'm going the Lions to cover the number. All right, um, we're back. We're back. Like we're, we're back, back boys. folks. Lachlan says Vikings because there is a small chance they could make the playoffs, but Dad says Lions because they did make the playoffs. But they want to win. <laughs> so, wow. I don't know. Like I'm going to take Lexa. I'm going to go with the Lions. And with them in the two seed, the Cowboys and the Eagles are both playing late. So the Lions need yeah. to put the pressure on to win that game. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I think Lachlan's going to be on Revis Island here because um, <laughs> I'm just going to rely on, on Andy's expertise of his team, and I'm going to pick Andy's pick. I'm going to pick the Lions. There, that might have been your fatal flaw there, Brett. We'll see. Maybe the Vikings aren't going to win it now. Okay. Next up, Solo. Nine and seven Jags are going to play the five and eleven Titans in Tennessee. The Jags are favored by five and a half. Oof. I don't like that. But I've watched some Titans games, and they're not good. Uh, even though it's in Tennessee, they want to play spoiler. But I, I think Tennessee is kind of done. Uh, Jags need this game big time, and uh, I like they have more weapons. And I, I think I don't even know if Lawrence is going to play. Hopefully, he w- will. Uh, I, I'm go- I'm going with the old Jags to cover. Give me some Jacksonville love. Yep. Both Lachlan and I are going to take the Jags, and Lachlan says Jags really are going to try as hard as they can. <laughs> I'm going to take the Jags as well. I mean, they're just the better team. But the Titans suck. That's analysis. I want to take the Jags here, real or the 
Titans real bad, but you're right. The Titans are so bad. I can't. I can't do it. Jags. Yeah. Next up, well, might- Axel. Oh, go ahead, Solo. Oh no, I'm just saying. The way we're picking, it might come down to like two games for the title. It's, I'm sure we'll start messing up. But well, this might be the first one because uh, how the hell do you pick this game, Axel? Why don't you tell us? Your Jets are going to New England. Pats are favored by two. Well, this you know what, man? I don't know. Is the season <laughs> over yet? Um, Lachlan says, "Patriots, please don't disown me, Dad." Um, and I say, son, I'm not going to disown you. I'm going to agree with you. I'm taking the Pats, too. Their defense is the Jets are going to score negative two points. What's the streak at? Like seven years. 13. I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah 13. 13. I'm going to pick that the streak will continue. Give me the Patriots. Oh, you almost had me happy there for a second, Brett. Thank you. Well, <laughs> when I was listening this morning, Mike Lombardi told me that the Patriots are only a good quarterback and a good offensive line yes. away from being a good team. Yep. <laughs> so that must mean they are damn good. So I better take the Pats. Actually, the Pats defense is pretty good. Yeah. And I think that they're, they've got just enough offense. This might be a three to nothing game, but that will be enough to cover the spread. I will take the Pats. Yeah. Uh- I'm gonna round it up and say Pats. I don't. Belichick doesn't want to lose to the Jets, no matter what about draft picks and exactly. we don't know about his future. Rumors saying he could go to the Cowboys if McCarthy fails and all this stuff. I, I doubt. I highly doubt that. Um, yeah, give me the Patriots. I don't want to talk about this game anymore. Thank you. Well, You're Brett, right. now it's your turn to pick your team. In the NFC South Showdown, the Falcons are going to New Orleans. Saints by three and a half. What a battle. Both of these teams still alive (laughs) for the playoffs. Well, the Falcons play so well on the road. Not. I'm going to go with the Saints here to cover pretty easily. I don't even know who the quarterback for the Falcons is going to be right now. That's because Heineke uh, went out with an injury late. Matt Ryan's back. They should. They should bring him back for one game. Just hand the ball (laughs) off to Bijan and Algier. Gab, you know, the Saints were my pick at the beginning of the season. I think they were my pick to win the division. And I I still can't believe they – I think they actually have a shot to do it, don't they? Yeah, the Bucs lose. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? And the Saints played well last week. God, I hate taking the Saints, but I'm not going to let the – I don't want the Falcons – the Falcons are going to burn me again because I'm pretty sure I've – my picking of the Falcons has been terrible all year, but I'm going to take the Saints here. It'll probably be 19-17 to 17 Falcons win. That That's my guess, yep. They'll, they'll win, but they'll win, but they won't cover. Yeah. Right. I, I can't take the – the Falcons have burned me. You know, <laughs> they just don't like me. Um. The Saints, I hate the Saints. I do like Taysom Hill, though. Kamara got hurt. Who knows? I'm so tempted to just go to the Falcons and say, screw it, and take the points. And that's what I'm going to do, Brett. Well, one last one, I'm taking the... No, I'm taking New Orleans. I ain't doing doing that shit. (laughs) 
You're playing a little pre-med defense here, huh? So a little icy. Oh, I, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Yeah. If I'm going to take a chance, it's it's better. It's, don't be an idiot solo and do it this game. Mm. Well, I'm going to agree with solo. I'm taking the Saints here. But Lachlan says the Falcons because they are way better. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Thank you, Lachlan. Yep. Thank you, Lachlan. Lachlan. Lachlan telling everyone who's boss on that one. Well, oh, man. I, okay, I'm next, and I've got the the Bucks at the Panthers, which is – I don't think anybody expected the, the Panthers to be playing in a meaningless game. Granted, it's not for them. But I, I got – the Panthers are so freaking bad, and the Bucks want to win. <laughs> It might be seven to nothing, but the Bucks are going to win this, and they're going to cover. I'm taking the Bucks. Yeah, I'm with you. I, the Panthers are bad, and I took them last week. What a what an idiot I am! Give me give me Baker and his commercials. Yeah. Um, Lachlan. And I together say no. I I take the Bucks because I love Baker Mayfield. Um, I think they're a better team, and I need to win. So sadly, I do think that the Bucks will win the division. There, uh, I want to. Uh, Lachlan says I want to say Panthers because I want the Falcons to make the playoffs. But I'm gonna say hey. Bucks. <laughs> yeah, He's, he takes wow. the Bucks. Hey. Is Lachlan going to end up picking all three of our teams and not not his dad's team? That's what's going to happen here, isn't it? <laughs> I, I couldn't blame him. <laughs> well, Solo was an idiot for picking the Panthers last week, and I'm going to be that idiot this week. Give me the Panthers to come. <laughs> there you go. A way to nice. become an idiot with me. <laughs> Next up, the first of the late games, and this is a good one, Solo. The Bears at the Packers. Packers favored by three. Packers win, and they are in. Yeah, you know, for a second there, yeah, I kind of did. I got it right, even though it didn't fit, but it was in my head. (laughs) All right. I'll have to try and set you up for that here one of these times. Yeah, and I'll get it wrong. (laughs) I think the Bears have been playing great. Their defense has changed. Uh, Packers are overrated. Packers should win this game. They're playing for everything, but I think the Bears come in and spoil. And my boy Fields, my boy, actually, Axel's boy Fields and DJ Moore won him a championship. Congrats, Axel, on a second fantasy title in STC. Yes, my my second title. Yep. And you beat me for your first title? No, actually, no, uh, this is my third. This is my third. Oh, you're a three-peat. Yep, this is my third. One uh, time I had Aaron Rodgers as my QB, one time Lamar, and uh, Dak brought me home this year. Well, I think I've only been in it three years, and you've won it two out of those three years, Axel. So. Yeah, that was a Lamar year. That was two the years. dynasty ago. brewing. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Something's brewing here. And the, give me the Bears, baby, plus the points. Wow. And sadly, I'm going to, uh, again, I'm going to pick with Solo. I'm going to take the Bears, oh. too. Um, but Lachlan says, simply Packers. Short and sweet. Yep. 
just like my wiener. Yeah, after that, <laughs> after the Bears Falcons game, every uh, many people in Atlanta want Justin Fields to uh, come to the Falcons, please. Um, oh, I mean, now I asked you if you wanted it. You're like, no. Well, I don't, I'm not saying now I'm there. Now your people yet, have spoke. But... Oh, you're the people of Atlanta, not you. <laughs> gotcha. And I'm, I think there's plenty of Bears fans who want him to stay as well because he had a great game. And uh, I think he's going to have another good game up in Green Bay. So give me the Bears. The Bears. Yeah, so oh, I, Bears. Think, I think you asked me, too, if I would want Fields on the Vikings. And I think I said I would take Fields because I do like him. And I he's show, he's he's starting to show signs again. I think he's healthy again. He's he's learning. He's getting better. Bears are on the yeah. upswing. And like I They're said. They're just going to improve that team with the draft. If, well, as long as they make good picks. But they should and, and like I already said about my feelings about the Packers, and I think they're extremely overrated, I'm taking the Bears here. I think the Bears win this game and send the Packers fans home crying, which is all anybody oh. really wants in life. Oh, damn. Axel, next up, the Broncos <laughs> and the Raiders. This game doesn't mean a whole hell of a lot because I don't think either one can get in. No. Can they? they cannot. Nope. No. They are both eliminated. This is a meaningless game, except... For pride, baby. And I guess the Raiders are going to have to make a decision about their head coach, right? And, you know, the other the other thing that I, I always yeah. want to think about in these end-of-the-season games that I never I never think about, and it takes way too much research to do it, is what kind of guys can get bonuses? Because that is a big thing when guys ah, want to play full-on because yes. they need 50 more yards to get that $300,000 bonus and all this. I know there's a lot of those things going into this, and... I wish I had time to research that, but it's a, I don't. I don't have time for that. But. Yeah, yeah. No. Interesting. If, Interesting. If we were doing this pod professionally, yes, we could pay people what? to research it for us. But we're not professionals. Cool. Oh my god! So, Axel, the Raiders are favored by two wait, and a half at home. Wait, so. wait. Technically, you you are getting paid, Axel, to do this, so you are a professional. We're just. Yeah. I'm a pro, baby. Um, I get paid by <laughs> Lachlan. Uh, the Broncos <laughs> at the Raiders. Uh, I'm going Raiders here. I think they go out on a win. What an interesting season they've had. They've been down. They've been up. I think they're going to go out on a high. And uh, on that note, Lachlan says, the Raiders. <laughs> Give me the Broncos here. Um, man, these teams stink but I think the Raiders stink a little more. They had their moment in the sun beating the Chiefs, and I think now they're out and uh, making their vacation plans. Give me the Broncos. Man, another game that I just don't – I'll t- you know, I'm going to take the Raiders. I think they're, they've got some potential. Hooray! They've got some players. I'm still not – I think the, the Broncos have peaked, and Jared Stidham does nothing for me. So, Raiders – well, Aiden O'Connell does nothing for me. Um, <laughs> and Stidham, it's a Stidham revenge game. He was a Raider last year. Um, I want to pick the Raiders, but the two and a half bugs me. Kind of like the Saints-Buccaneers two and a half crap. <laughs> Give me Denver plus the points. I'm going with BTK on this one. Oh, Let's, let's, let's make this... Uh, a little, uh, well, and what Aiden O'Connell should be your public enemy number one for life. 
solo because oh that's he, right did he, he play was in that, that game no he sat out he was the starting quarterback oh, he sat out. that that's was really right. good and, he, and they got blasted by 50 points okay so yeah yeah aiden o'connell's on my show. and he looks like a chubbier Derek carr he's number four he has a he stash does. he does he looks like he Derek does. carr he does it's funny yeah so next up brett we have the eagles playing for their seed against the giants their in- seed they're, oh, they're seeding. They're in the playoffs. Oh, seeding. Okay. Seeding. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I thought they were planting seeds, and you know, you know where that could go, Axel. They are. They're. <laughs> they are going to play the New York Giants in New Jersey. Eagles favored by five and a half. Man, the Eagles got a lot of talent, and they. I think they just have to play better than they they played last week, and. uh you know, the Giants still stink, so I think the Eagles can cover this. Give me the Eagles. Hmm. You know, I think isn't Tyrod Taylor starting now, isn't he? Yeah. The Giants? Yep. Yeah. And he's not good either. I know. Well, he's he's better than Mr. DeVito, but not five and a half points better. I got to take the Eagles here. <laughs> now it's Mr. DeVito. Yeah. <laughs> He's on more names on this podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, I, as much as the coach of the year at five and eleven has done wonders this year, uh, I, I gotta believe the Eagles are gonna want to make a not a statement because they've made some bad statements, but they <laughs> desperately need a really good game for some confidence. Uh, I'm taking the Eagles as well. Minus the number. As do Lachlan and I. Eagles. Giants poo-poo. All right. And next up, we've got the Seattle Seahawks going to Arizona. Seahawks are favored by two and a half. And I'm taking the Seahawks because they really, in order to get in, they need to win and the Packers need to lose. And the pa- they know the Packers are playing the Bears, one of the hottest teams. So, if they win, they probably are going to feel like they might actually get in. So I am taking the Seahawks just because I still know the cards played well last week, but I don't think they can put two good games together in a row. Seahawks. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals, They, I think it was more of the Eagles are so bad than the Cardinals were good. I mean, the Eagles just, I mean, they had a 21-6 to lead and they just, you know, their defense, whatever. Um, Seattle needs this game bad, and DK Metcalf still scares me. Give me the Hawks. Lachlan and Axel take the Seahawks. They're a better team, and they need to win. And I think they're going to get it together. Go, Gino. Let's see what's happening. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, two and a half is a little number. A field goal would cover. So give me the Seahawks minus two and a half. Next up, Solo, it's your team. The Cowboys going to play the Washington Commanders. Cowboys are favored by a hefty 13. <sighs> hefty 13, folks. It's on the road. I could see myself getting excited for this game, win the NFC East, and the Cowboys do stupid things and lose or barely win. But you know what? Screw it. Let's crush these guys. Yeah. Dallas is all in. The the former skins are 
taken vacation with the Las Vegas Ra- log log uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Screw it. Give me the Cowboys minus thirteen. If I'm going to lose the jersey, I'm going to go down with my team. Damn, I like it. Solo. I like it. You know what? Lachlan agrees with you. He's taking the Cowboys. Um, Thank you, Lachlan. But it's too many points Daddy, for me. I'm going with the Daddy's commies. I'm going commies. I think it's too many points. I think Cowboys will win, but divisional game, Cowboys on the road. I'll take the commies on those points, baby. It is a lot of points, but two touchdowns would cover. Mm. I kind of wish it was like 14 and a half. It is 13, and uh, I still say that's too many points. Give me Washington. Don't do it. <laughs> you know, uh, for a second there. The, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they played the last time, the Cowboys won 45 to 10. But it was at Dallas. Saturday night in Washington, D.C. is a 100% chance of rain and snow. So by Sunday, that field <laughs> is going to be sloppy as hell. And it's going to have the Cowboys high-powered offenses. They're still going to win this game, but 13 is too many. Commies. Mm. Man, Andy dropping I'm on the Revis. knowledge. I'm on Revis Island, and I'm, you know, I could change my pick. Don't, well, do, with it. Lock, don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah, you're with Lachlan. Yeah. Lachlan's with you. I'm not going to lock. Yeah, see, Revis, Lachlan, like, see Lachlan. Revis and uh, the other cornerback. Revis and Andy or Amos and no. <laughs> so, Axel, this might be the craziest line of the week. And I don't know how the hell to pick this game. Maybe you can tell us. The Chiefs are going to play at the Chargers. The Chargers are favored by three because the Chiefs have clinched the three spot and they can't really do anything. So Yeah, they can't do anything. And why would you risk injury with a team that seems to be uh, kind of beat up and out of sync? Um, I'm taking the Chargers. Lachlan's taking the Chiefs. Brett is in deep um, thought. <laughs> well, I... Uh... I'm thinking uh, Taylor Swift enjoys L.A. Now, I don't know if that's going to be a good thing or a bad thing for Mr. Kelsey. But I think the Chargers are so bad that they could lose to a, a, the Chiefs' backups. Look, Chad so Henney the still Chiefs. a backup. Oh, man, this is a tough one. Give me the Chiefs plus three. I'm changing my pick, folks. And- I'm going back. Brett has convinced me. I'm taking the Chiefs too. The Chargers are <laughs> the so Taylor bad. Swift knowledge. Yeah, it's just Taylor Swift. It threw I think me. Kelsey will be with Taylor Swift in the booth. I know he will be, but still, I, I agree with you. Once you said it, I was like, Brett's right. I'm taking the Chiefs. Well, I think is Blaine Gabbert the backup with the Chiefs? Oh God, maybe. I think he is. I think. The Chiefs, if it's Blaine Gabbert, which I think it is, against Easton Stick, I like Blaine Gabbert surprisingly over Easton Stick. I'm going to take the Chiefs here. Three points is, I don't God, I don't like either game, either team, but I'm going Chiefs. Now, can I use my reversal to change someone else's pick? Like I could change Axel back <laughs> to the Chargers? No? Okay. No. Yeah, I, the Chargers are terrible. I mean, I still think... 
I still like Andy Reid, and whether it's Blaine Gabbert, Chad Henney, or Len Dawson, I, I you know, I mean, Philip Rivers ain't coming through that door, folks. Give me the Chiefs. All right, Brett. Next up, we've got the Rams at the 49ers. 49ers are favored by three and a half. And this is mm, this... sitting this one out, isn't he? They haven't announced anything yeah, yet. Yeah, this does. Yeah, the, McCaffrey Red... is out. The Rams oh, have clinched the playoffs, yeah. but this is this could still does this affect their seed at all or Yeah, the the 5, 6 and 7 seeds in the NFC have not been determined yet. So Does it really matter for them who would they be playing like I mean, I think they I couldn't don't... get the they can't get yeah, the 5. It's either the 6 or the 7. So, so yeah, the, the five seed either is the Cowboys or the Eagles. I think so. They're not. It's that's a. Yeah, I guess they. What would they rather play the Eagles? But that, that's at that both of those games are away, right? For them, so right. It doesn't. Uh, what does it matter, right? Neither of these teams give a shit about this game. Then they're going to be looking ahead. Yeah, Rams are either going to play the Lions or the Cowboys. Yeah, or Eagles. So Cowboys choke. Yeah. That that three and a half that hook does annoy me a little bit. But uh, I'm still going to lay the points here. Give me the Niners. I am going. I think the Rams are going to want. I th- hmm. Boy, this is tough. You know, I'm going to stay. God, I'm going to stay with the 49ers. I just don't. I don't. They're still good. Nope. I'm going to change it. I'm going to Rams. <laughs> I'm taking the points. Rams. Uh huh. <laughs> oh, and no. That's a, that was a brief glimpse inside my warped mind, guys. I, I just let it all out into the all out into the podcast. Yeah, I, this is a tough one because again, we it's Tuesday. We don't have all the knowledge, and uh, the Niners have everything wrapped up. Nothing to play for. They just want to get out without injury. The Rams, you know, do, I mean, they're going to the playoffs. Do they want to risk injury? You know, this is a tough one. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> this is my... Uh, ah, <laughs> I'm taking San Francisco. Oh, I like it solo because I'm taking the Rams. I think they want to win this game for to keep it rolling. McVeigh. I'm taking the Rams. 49ers are going to sit it out. And once they, and we all know, once they uh, are playing from behind, they can't win. So I'm taking the Rams. Lachlan, on the other hand, agrees with Senor Solo. He doesn't agree with Brett, but he agrees with me. Good boy. Good boy. And Brett. <laughs> and BTK. <laughs> That's only the third game that we've split 2 2. Wow. You it's know what? Fun. I think. Axel and me have picked the same game for every same team for every every matchup. We have. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! Really? That. Yep. Yep. So what does that mean? That means you both could tie. From the that means I could not. I can't. I, there's no way I can pass Axel because I'm two games behind him. Oh, I did not do that on purpose, yeah. Ando. I'm telling you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't man. even. I look just at you. realized I just... it <laughs> when you said it. I look. I was like, yeah, he's right. Well, so you can reverse up, a pick, Ando. You. So I would suggest one of them reverse just to 
I don't know. Yeah, or, me, man, well, I, me and Heath only have two that are different. So, yeah, and I'm two. Oh, guys, yeah. so I can only tie him if I get both. Yeah, I think I'm three. I think I'm three different from Heath. I think. Let's see one, two. Yeah, I'm three different, four different from Heath, including the last one. Right. So, okay, so you're. Ando's doing some strategery here. So I have to do a little bit here. He's he's different. (laughs) So yeah, I could drop to third, and you still can't win. Well, well, yeah, yeah. I could, I could pass you, but I could not, I could not go to Axel unless I change a pick. Right. Hmm. Well, I got, I got a second here to think. You know what? I'll change. Then Axel could still match you with this pick, and then you'd still (laughs) get pass him. Yeah, I know. Used reverse. Well, yeah. Axel changed his. He used this change already. Yes, I no, did. But he picks after Andy, though. Yeah, he picks after me. He no, can, I know. No, I I'm not gonna. Pick. I'm not gonna mess. I would do. I'll, that. I'll, you know what? I'll switch my last pick to the to the Forty ers Okay. All right, Ando. I like it. Okay. I like. Next it. up, we've got the the Bills at the Dolphins on Sunday night, and I just unplugged my headset. So hold on a second. All right, guys, now that Andy can't hear us, let's stay all that stuff we've been waiting to. Oh, wait a second. Is he back? (laughs) Okay, I'm back. Okay. Ah, Jesus, we didn't get it in. Ah, shoot. (laughs) Let's see. The Bills are favored by three on the road. And, man, the Dolphins have got a lot of injury problems. And I'm going to take the Bills on the road. Probably against my better judgment, but I'm going with the Bills. Yeah, I, I'm going with the Bills too. I think Josh Alien will. Sorry, Locke, but I think uh, the Bills are going to take it. It took all year, and someone finally used my nickname for Josh Allen. Thank you, Solo. I appreciate it. You're that. welcome, Polo. I did that for <laughs> um, Now, Ando, it's a good thing you change your pick because I'm going with the Bills, too. I just think uh, Kellum's going to be happy. The Dolphins are happy to make it your into the playoffs. Your son's moving out. And, no. uh, yeah. Lock, well, yeah, that still means I can't pass. That means I still can't pass you, so <laughs> that's okay. Oh, oh. yeah. Well, you guys can tie. Yeah, I, yeah, no, can I tie. can't tie. I've, I've only got, we've only got one game different, and I'm behind you by two games. Oh, oh. shoot. Sorry, Ando. Um, oh, that's okay. I was going to take the Bills, though. I, you know, I really, I, I, I'm, I think they could sneaky. Not a great game last week, but I think they could sneaky, keep it rolling. Of course, of course, of course, we know who Lachlan's going to take, and he says <laughs> in all capital letters, Dolphins, baby. <laughs> Man, okay. Well, first of all, I would like to use my switcheroo. Oh. I'm going to change my Saints pick to the Falcons plus three and a half. Nice. I see, oh. I see the Saints winning by a field goal in that game. Oh, so man. I don't like the three and a half. Now, <clears throat> here, I like the Dolphins at home to take it. I just feel like uh, they got, you know, I just feel like they've been playing a little bit better than the Bills. The Bills have been in a lot of close games. Um, even against the Patriots last week, that, that, that was closer than I thought it'd be. And then, you know, Sunday night at home, I think they're going to, I think they're going to take it. Well, before nice. we end, uh, might as well use one of my switcheroos <gasps> to play 
Defense. 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 <laughs> Defense. Defense. Oh, what up? But I don't like. I like. I sort of like my picks, though. Keep them solo. Let's <laughs> go. Let's mix. do you're this. Up. We do. come on, man. Yeah, it's for the truth. Keep it. You're, yeah. Hang on. Yeah, Hang on. I'm so, not like, changing not for nobody. You ain't yeah, changed your pick yet. You ain't changed your yeah. pick yet, solo. No, I have okay, not changed. Do it. Keep it. Keep it as it is. Well, man. I did. I I changed, but not like after. Like while I was thinking yeah. it in my head while before, before, before I moved to the next person yeah. you changed yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that, yeah, that yeah, doesn't yeah. count that was the atlanta one well you're you've got four picks different than axel and axel went behind by one so you got there's plenty of differences and i'm not sure how many you and brett are different yeah no four is good because hopefully we'll split and everything will stay the same all right yeah no i'm not changing yeah you've got and brett's four, four different with you too and I'm, I'm either three or four different with you as well so my best hope is for a tie since I can't pass Axel. So go My tie. Thing, I think I need a Dallas. I need the Dallas to cover. Well, that would be a big one. It's going to be an interesting weekend, fellas. That. I'll be watching these games with my boys, uh, Jeremy and Lou and Arif and a hustler and our Airbnb in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, steel town, maybe eating some pizza I think I might make a little bit of pasta and meat sauce and uh, have some beers, maybe smoke a little, maybe laugh. Talk about the old days. Laugh, cry. Before you go to the bathroom again, Axel, though. I actually do. On Love Love Seat Part (laughs) 2, I'd like to, since you watched some college, we'd like to hear your thoughts on the semifinal games. Um, those were fun games, and I really don't remember anything that happened. It, they just throw the ball in the air, and all of a sudden the guy catches it. He's got one foot in, and I'm like, one foot? Um, and then uh, they <laughs> go into the analysis here, guys. Yeah, I go into oh. the, they go into the overtime for that first game, went into overtime, overtime. right? And uh, I actually yep. kind of liked it. I, you, I, I've always shit on college overtime, but I gave it a chance. I said, you know, let's really watch this. It is still a little bit like um, penalty, penalty kicks. kicks. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't really like that. I'm, I'm, I'm always going to be the old-fashioned person who thinks you put 15 minutes on the clock and you play another fucking quarter. Uh, and you keep on playing until somebody wins. And I, I feel that way about the NFL, too. I don't even like the NFL overtime rules. In the playoffs, it's like that, though, right? The playoff overtime rules is what? It's a it's a 10-minute quarter, and they play, no, it's, right? It's 15 in, in overtime. Okay. So I'm... Well, I'm isn't it still over if somebody scores though? Isn't but it? But it's still yeah. it's still no. the rules where each team gets a possession. Or yeah, if somebody yeah, scores a touchdown. Even if you over. score a touchdown on the first the, in the playoffs, the other team still gets a okay, chance. Okay, that's match changed. Yeah, that's right. I couldn't remember yep. what that was. But I think it's just one time, and then if the next it team is. scores a touchdown, Are you sure it's about over. That? Right. They, they changed be it because no, I know. But remember the 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 Bills Chiefs overtime game. Yeah, and they didn't. And the Chiefs scored, and the Bills never touched the ball. They changed the rule. Now, okay. I don't know, like if they match the touchdown, I don't think you keep matching it though. That would have been a nice that would have been nice for next to have in Super Bowl fifty one. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, was, uh, uh, <laughs> Solo is right. Um both teams receive Imagine at least that. one possession during overtime, even if the team has the first uh, that has the first possession scores a touchdown. But I still think that they should just play what fifteen if- minutes. 
that it should the clock All should right, what decide. What if there's a safety? Um, no, there's a safety. Nope. The game's over, right? Because then you got you. Yeah, because the, def- the defense scored. Oh, interesting. Possession. I think so a defensive touchdown. You're it's over. Oh, that's interesting. Because you don't get a second possession. Yeah. No, any yeah, safety or defensive yeah, touchdown, it's over. You're right. You're right. Because okay. you had the opportunity. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so I really like the games. I thought that they were very fun. Uh, that Penix is really good. But um, I, I, I'll be in the air when they play the national championship next week. Maybe I'll be able to watch it. I'll be on Alaska. That's a good airline. Maybe I'll be able to watch it live on my phone or on the TV or whatever in the in the plane. But uh, I don't really have too much to say, and I do have to go pee-pee again. And that's why we don't invite him onto the love seat. Of the <laughs> I'm going to piss all over your love seat, boys. Yeah, kick him, yeah, kick him off the love seat. Oh, oh we need a new love Seinfeld seat episode. Year. Negativity. <laughs> I'm out! All right, so... Part two of the love seat with amazing. now. So just, uh, <laughs> we had to end bowl season. We had the, um, two semifinal games, Rose bowl, Michigan, Alabama, uh, Michigan ties it up on the last drive of regulation. Uh, it goes to OT and, uh, Michigan prevails, Blake Corum touchdown. And then in the sugar bowl that night, well, what a crazy game that was. Uh, Washington well, defeated Texas. I did want to mention that they Michigan almost fucked up with that punt that he. Yeah, no, we'll get to that. I just wanted to go over what happened and then we can go back and talk. Yeah. I wasn't like speaking for everyone. I was just letting the listeners remind you because Washington almost effed up too, but let's go to the F up in the Rose bowl. Go for Brett. Was that, was that a punt? Yeah, that was a punt with like a minute left or something. And, uh, well, he muffed it right on yeah, like inside like, the inside five the, yard line, inside the five and recovered it. Oh yeah. One. Recovered yeah. it to one just, in, just before it went into the end zone, got, got hammered, but, uh, forward progress, put the ball at the one yard line. So it was not a safety or a touchdown. Um, and they, uh, they, well, I guess they were able to kneel out the clock because that, at that point it was tied, right? Yeah. Well, they put they pushed it out because that they, they did have to run a couple of plays because they pushed it out to like the two yard line. I think Corum maybe had like a two yard carry to get it because yes. it was like it was like inside the one. I like I think I said in the text I was having Josh Allen against the Vikings flashbacks of last year when he had the ball right. inside the one and fumbled the ball and all that, and so they pushed it out to the one and then they kneeled it down after that. But yeah, yeah that's right. That, so when Michigan tied it, it wasn't the last drive of the game. Alabama had the ball punted and then it he muffed it right. Is that mm-hmm. what? Yeah. yeah, that happened. Yeah, because you know? I I was I was convinced the Bama was just gonna because they had like a minute and a half left I think. Uh, right. In a time. That's right. I was convinced they were gonna drive down and kick a field goal and win it as time expired, but Michigan's defense showed up and um, yeah, forced the punt. So Brett, how do you feel about now about Alabama getting into the? You know Alabama better than everybody else on this podcast. What? How do you feel about them getting to the getting to the that, that title game should, or that champion semifinal game? Should have they have been there? I mean, I, I don't think they're one of the four best teams. No, I, I mean, I felt that I've felt that way all along. I've watched them this year. They they have not been. I mean, they've been 
from college football standards, yeah, they've been a good team. But they haven't been a dominant team. They played in a lot of close games. They were destroyed by, by Texas at home. That turned out to be a 10-point game, but I think it was 17 points in the fourth quarter that they were down to Texas. Yeah, now that game was not as as close as the score was. Yeah, and right. then a week after that, they almost lost to uh, – I, I can't remember if it was UCF or USF. Uh, South Florida. So, okay. Well, I'm, I'm looking at their schedule. I'm looking at their schedule now. They didn't. They didn't beat any Power Five teams this year, but outside of the SEC. Yeah. So yeah. they're not. And they're the L- not that, yeah. They they had to come back to win the LSU game, uh, the Arkansas game. Um, Auburn. That, know, they should have lost that game. No, too, the right? Auburn game was absurd. How that yeah. game ended. Yeah. And then they 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 showed up and they beat Georgia by three in a fluky game where they had a couple of turnover they had a couple of takeaways and they had a couple of huge or at least one huge gift by the officials i'm going to say a couple of huge gifts by the officials that was a 10 point swing at the end of the first half which definitely would have made a difference in the outcome and so they they got they skated by that game so even after that game i didn't think that they were one of the four best teams i just thought that the because of the politics and the lack of balls by the committee that they were going to be put in anyway. Um, I wouldn't have been surprised if they beat Michigan because I think Michigan is overrated as well. Um, but, you know, I, don't, I mean, I don't know if that answers your question, Andy. Yeah, oh, it I'm, does. I'm still, I'm still kind of bitter about it. Because, I mean, I, I totally did not think Alabama should have been in there at all. I think it was a, I think it was a, a, a laying down for the ESPN and for SEC. Since I mean, ESPN owns all the bowl games. They basically own the SEC network and all that stuff. I think there was a lot of that bullshit that I don't like. I, I really wish Georgia would have beat them in that game. So it would have been Georgia, Texas, and Washington and Michigan in the semifinals. Like that, I think that should have been what it was, but it obviously isn't that way. So it doesn't. Nothing we can mm-hmm. do about it. But that's yeah. I, Alabama. I agree that Alabama definitely was not one of the four best teams. I. I, I saw something interesting yesterday or the day before, like one of the big, one of the big player rating services. I can't remember which one it was not pro football focus, but one of those kind of things, the last three years has had Alabama rated as by far the number one team based on player, player strength and player ability and all that stuff. And they have not won the title any of those three years, Thought that was kind of funny where I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't know. I'm I'm happy to see Alabama not. Yeah, basically on paper. Yeah, with players, they they should be number one every year, but they're not, and mm-hmm. that's why you play the games. Yep. And it's human error and all that. And paper doesn't win championships unless you have money with the ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I just it just it, it it's sad because I, I understand how Georgia losing to Alabama, why Georgia didn't get in. But Georgia was the you know the number one team for the whole year, and I just wish Georgia would have won, so we would have got the fair, you know. But like mm-hmm. I said before, them leaving Florida State out and wanting to put Bama in, they had to put Texas in, or the regular season means nothing with Texas beating Alabama. So, or they would have or put Florida State in instead of Texas. Yeah, yeah. What's funny is is uh, Georgia would have won, then Florida State would probably be in. Even yeah, though those yeah. two yeah. games should not be connected to each other at all, you're probably right. you're probably right. Yeah. You're probably wins, right about they, that. Florida State just stays at four, and then Texas and yep. Alabama are both. They're seven and eight. They stay 
out of the top four. Yeah, and there'd be no controversy. So basically yeah. your bulldog screwed it all up. That's <laughs> they, you know? did, man. <laughs> they really did. Oh God. But talk about, um, but they showed up the playing the orange ball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Georgia, I mean, and what a statement that was. And it's true. I mean, as a whole, I mean, these bowl games are not the same. I mean, opt-outs, transfer portals, people playing, then they are playing. You had more and more quarterbacks making their first career starts in these bowl games, which I I don't want my bowl games to be spring league, you know? And and I think they're going to have to figure something out because I just – now, why – why can't they do the transfer portal after the postseason? Is there a reason? Because of the recruiting and all that? Is I that wish why? I knew the an- well, and I think next year, actually, I saw, I don't know what the reason is, but I'm almost positive I saw this that next year the transfer portal will start during the tournament because it's a, it's, it's a, what is it, a 12 team tournament next year? Right. Yes. The transfer portal starts during that tournament. So the tournament, the transfer portal will be open before the, ter- the tournament's even over. Now, do you know if all the other bowl games will be before the tournament or are they going to, pl- it's going to go. That's what I'm not sure. I don't know what the schedule is like, but that's because they need to be, fix this quick. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be, the bowl games will be going on in the middle of the tournament. See, because these bowl games are going to become really irrelevant. I mean, the tournament itself is going to what people's eyes are going to be on, unless you're from the school. But but yeah, like that, like that, the, the Florida State Georgia game. I mean, Georgia was going to win that game even if Florida State was full strength. But Florida State was what on their third string quarterback, and all these people transferred out. I mean, of yeah. course they're going to get smashed. I mean, a sixty point or Ohio State, the same thing where they had, half their team left too. So the the teams that should be, I mean, we're never going to get good bowl games if half the players on one team are opting out and the other half aren't. It's I, yeah, something has to change because it, it something's going to have to. This is we're we're going through a big transition in college football now with the everyone leaving the conference, you know, the Pac-12 dissolving and all you know, all these schools transferring to conferences. Bowl games are going to become practically irrelevant. I mean, I, I know when they said if you have a playoff, it makes the other bowls irrelevant. But if you have competitive games, if you go to Wyoming. And you're playing whatever, you know, Oregon State in a bowl game, you know, I still want to see that if it's the best guys, because even though it's not the playoffs, it's still college football and it's, you know, a postseason. But now the bowl games are going to become exhibitions and they're they're sideshows for next year. I mean, you had, you know, like at USC, I mean, I remember the old days, like the bowl game sometimes is your first crack or last crack to see the Heisman Trophy player winner in a bowl game, you know, or, you know, see players you haven't seen, uh, if you, you know, in the old days when every game wasn't on TV, like I loved it in the nineties or the eighties and the nineties, but because like, I, you know, Oh, Jeff George, they're going to be probably the number one pick. He's at Illinois. He's playing in the hall of fame game. Oh, let's watch that. You know, players, you don't know. I mean, we all, we can all see these players, but it's all business decisions now. Hold uh, up. So did Jeff George actually play in the Hall of Fame game when you remembered that? I think so, yeah. Holy shit, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I did. He was, I just remember random sports shit. I know. I'm I, I'm not making fun of you. I'm impressed because I, I love that kind of crap. I remember a lot of random crap too, so. Well, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember we were trying to figure out, me and my dad, 
on two TVs which two out of the three games that are wants to record. And I think oh, he decided yeah. because of Jeff George to record. I think, I'm pretty sure it was the Hall of Fame game. He was so fun to watch. <laughs> um, but yeah, well, no, it, it, I don't. I don't think that I don't know why the transfer window is is where it is, but I don't think it has to stay there. Um, it may it may be related to the early signing period for high school or um, something. I, I don't know. And then yeah. the fact that coaches are are getting hired earlier, like late November because so they have time to recruit before the early signing period and maybe that's why the transfer portal window is earlier i don't know but it's it's a mess a bunch of smart people need to get together and and figure out a better way and not condoleezza rice and you know uh, happy days you know we need uh, sometime in it was sometime in the middle it was right before the bowl so it must have been a week or maybe two weeks ago and i wish i could remember the reporter's name it's somebody that writes for the athletic and he was on, I want to say it was Rich Eisen's radio show. And he's a he was the, the athletics college bowl insider guy that like gets to gets to sit there in the rooms when the playoff committee is making all the thing. And Eisen, of course, is a Michigan guy, so he's asking all these questions about why did Florida State get all this kind of stuff. And the guy, I, the thing that the guy, I wish I could remember the reporter's name, but he said something that I was like, huh? And he's like, imagine like. Everybody imagines that the, the the chaos in that room and just the the political backstabbing and all this other stuff is really really bad and it's like a bad reality show. He's like, imagine that times a hundred. He's like, it's wow. way worse than you could even possibly imagine. He said it's all backstabbing and it's all about money and all about which conference gets this and which one gets that. And he's like, there's no there's like no compromise and it's like a lot of the big schools bully or big conferences bullying the small conferences. Like everybody expects is what happens. And yeah. he said, it's just, he, cause he even said that one, he just said something like, he's like the smart people, there's smart people here. They should be able to figure this out. But he's like, they're smart, but the egos are so big that nothing is, he didn't think it was actually kind of disheartening listening to him because he was like, I don't think anything's going to happen because he said college football in history. And they've always, they, they, they're never proactive. They always wait to try and fix the problem, try and put the toothpaste back into the tube. They always try and fix things after it's so far gone that they, they're fucked and they can't do anything. So it was right. very disheartening listening to the interview. I'll have to see if I can find it. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, that wasn't very detailed, but it was. It just was. A, I, no. It stuck out to me when you said that. That yeah, the dysfunction yeah. behind the scenes is definitely something that's happening, according to that reporter from the Athletic. And I think that yeah. drama is going to continue even with the twelve-team field. I think you're yeah, still yeah. going to get yeah. a lot of uh, uh, angry people um, that feel like they were, you know, cheated out of the spot. Oh, no yeah. matter where the cutoff is, you're always going to get that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just going to happen. But I mean, the way we see college football, I think 12 is enough. You know, I think. Oh, I agree. You know what I mean? I just don't know if I trust this committee. Well, no, I don't either. But (laughs) after six, but after six uh, teams, maybe seven, you know, I I would love, I would love to see like small conference, like, like a Liberty. I know Oregon crushed them. But at least give them a chance if they're undefeated. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we're going to see that. Will they want to take a fourth SEC team versus Liberty? I mean, I don't know what the parameters are going to be. Right. Well, I, I like the 12 teams because it incentivizes winning your conference because you get a bye. So the conference championships games right. matter. Plus, you do have a fifth 
or a sixth, wherever the draw cutoff is going to be, you're going to have a group of five champion with amongst the 12. I'll probably just be one. Out of, and then there'll be 11 power five mm-hmm. schools, but right. at least you're going to have the one uh, in there. And yeah, the thing about the 12, oh, oh, sorry, finish. Go ahead, Brett. No, I, I was, I was done. Okay, I mean, that, 12 is a good number. And that, that's the thing I like about the 12. There's always going to be controversy, just like the NCAA, the basketball pool when there's 68 teams and that thing. And there's still controversy about teams that didn't get into that. But as, in, in the same way, it's like the teams 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14, the odds of them winning anything are not that good anyways. I'd rather have that controversy than have the fifth and sixth best team not get in because those teams actually have a shot to win. I mean, Georgia's in that in the thing this year. They have a sh- shot to win the whole thing. You look at the 15th rated team this year, they probably don't have a shot. So you're still going to get the top tier teams in there. That's that's the thing yeah. that I like about it. Yeah, exactly. True. Because that second that, tier after that, yeah. that next four to six teams really could win. Could make, you know, like that's, you said, uh, Georgia could run, could have ran the table and beat everyone. Yeah, because you still have Georgia. You'd have Ohio State. You'd have, and you'd have the, all those teams, Florida State. You'd, those teams would probably not all those transfer portal guys probably would have stayed if they were in the national title tournament. So it's, yeah, yeah I don't, that yeah. Uh, reporter I was thinking about earlier, Bruce Feldman is the reporter from the okay. analytic that I was thinking of. So it was, but yeah, I, I, yeah, either way the, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's at least we had two good games. It's, it hasn't always been that way. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I remember last year though, was it new year's Eve was the Georgia Ohio state. Mm-hmm. Brett, Brett mm-hmm. was having an aneurysm. Or a stroke <laughs> at midnight, whatever. Or both. Yeah, or I both. forgot about that game. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> that what was that then the TCU Michigan game earlier. Oh, yeah, yeah, the TCU Michigan game was a freaking barber. Oh my god! Yeah. So, so who do you guys like to win the whole thing? The Big Ten team or the soon-to-be Big Ten team? Oh, interesting. Uh because there is a rematch next year because Washington plays Michigan next year on the schedule. Oh, wow. Yeah. I personally think Michigan's going to win, but I don't count out Penix and the boys from Washington. You know, I like I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to root for them. I still think Michigan is a bizarre team of destiny kind of, but maybe Washington is, I don't know. I, I you know, you think Washington's going to win? I, I hope you're right. I'd love yeah. to see that. I, I love Penix. And what I heard on the radio, you guys will love this. So Penix, when he was at Indiana as a freshman, they were saying, like, people were just like, who is this kid? Because in practice, he was doing things like people are just like, this kid's good. Uh, and then also, from what I hear with him going to Washington, everything that he's the type of leader that he's just so cool. And everyone just follows him, and he, like, commanded the huddle and everything. So I think – I know he has a bad injury uh, past, but that's going to go a long way in the NFL. If he's got that mojo and, and to being a leader, he that's could be I've, a nice uh, – Yeah, That's why I've been saying for months that that's the guy purple that I want. gold. That's why I, I want him to stay in purple because, I, I mean, I, I saw him carve up the Gophers multiple times, and he was one of those guys – Part of the, uh, the pre-injury, I remember watching a pre-injury, and I was like, holy shit, how did Indiana get this guy? And he's actually, the thing that I really like about him now is that he has changed his game. After that injury, before that injury, he ran a hell of a lot more than he does now. I mean, he was a lot more like, um, kind of like Lamar Jackson in, in college was, 
where he would he would he, he would scramble if he needed to, and he would run. He didn't have the wide receivers that that uh, that Jackson had at Indiana, but he would run the ball a lot more. And now he only runs the ball when he needs to, not just because he feels like running. And I think he's it's made him a better quarterback for it. I just I I'm a huge fan of Penix. I always have been because I had heard yeah. those same things from the Indiana stuff. Just watching those Indiana games back then in the Big Ten, yeah. it was like everybody's saying they just love this guy and they they want him. He's a leader and he's so I I hope I hope Washington wins. I don't know if they will because Michigan's defense is they're legit. So I don't know. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it should be better than Georgia TCU. I would hope. <laughs> You know, Brett will love that game. So, just a little ones. kick while you're down, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was it was a. Uh, I mean, with the I mean, thank God for the pool. I mean, I, I I enjoyed bowl season, but I enjoyed it more being in the pool and keeping track of everyone <laughs> on my stupid sheet and your handwritten <laughs> notes. <laughs> It was funny. I got all my handwritten notes, and then of course Brett does it easily and, and just emails it, and it's all there. But I like to do it on my own too. Uh, but uh, no, it was a lot of fun, and uh, I, I just I'll always awesome. enjoy bowl season just because it's the holidays. You got all these games, but like it's over now. We got the national championship and the one double A. It's weird. The one double A, South Dakota State and Montana, is is on Sunday. In the middle of the NFL, it's weird. Oh, I didn't know the South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. I did not know they were. Yeah, in the, they're in they're the defending finals. champs. They're in the finals. Oh, yeah, I they uh, they won it last year. Yeah, Montana in an amazing game. It might even been overtime. Beat uh, North Dakota State. Um, they yeah, it was overtime and they picked it off uh, to seal it. Uh, and then South Dakota State uh, beat Albany, crushed Albany, I believe, in the. The final four there. Yeah, that uh, that can't. I have. I know. I have a lot of friends that go there. The South Dakota State campus is not far from where I live. Only a couple hour drive. So, oh, okay. It's a, it's a fun little. It's a fun. No, I shouldn't say little, but a, a mid, a fun mid, mid level school. It's a, yeah. it's a pretty cool campus. I've been on there a couple times. It's. I you hope they win. You know what's weird? Like with the other divisions, I really like one double A. I love Division Three for whatever reason. But Division Two, I could care less. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know. I mean, if well, like living in Pennsylvania, a, f- a few years of my life, like like Kutztown was in the playoffs, so I kind of like gravitate when I see Indiana, PA, or Kutztown or something. Um, but or or something, you know, that I uh, a college I recognize that a friend went to. But for some reason, Division Two, I just don't watch. But the other ones, I will. Well, D two. I mean, there's a uh, Mankato State is a D two where Adam Thielen played college ball is like an hour away mm-hmm. from me. And I lived in that town for a while. And the D two thing is kind of, to me, it always feels kind of like the XFL does to the NFL or the USFL to the NFL where it's, it's almost D one, but it's not quite as good as that. So it's some, right. it's like, it's in this weird limbo where like D two and D three or D three and the other lower ones are there that are a certain level. So you know that that's not, you're not going to see those guys that are going to be. I don't know. It's hard to explain. Yeah, you know but, what you get. Like, like yeah. I'll watch Ivy League games just because I don't know. I'm from New England, so whatever. Mm-hmm. But like D three, I just love. I think it's because you know these guys are underdogs. It's probably not going to for one Seashell Shorts who makes the NFL and does well. There's a thousand and, players that won't, and I I guess I kind of root for those underdogs there. I and guess. you know what I think? I think maybe what how I can describe it 
for me at least, is D2 is usually full of a lot of guys that are disappointed that they're not D1 guys. And D3, mm-hmm. it's everybody that's playing is playing because they just love the game. They know they're not going to play at the next level. They are just playing because right. they love football or they love basketball. or And it's just a, I don't know. I, I dismissed yeah, D2 because D2, yeah. D2 still has a lot of great players and it's fun. But Sure, sure. Tyson Badgett or whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Was the D2 Heisman, whatever. I, should, the, I, the I need to make sure I, I'm careful who listens to this because I have a couple cousins that played D2 football. and they, they would not be happy if I just said that on the air. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was like Grand Valley State was like a big D2 powerhouse. Mm-hmm. I forget where that coach, where that coach went. He went on. I, I, I that I don't remember. I can remember Hall of Fame games with Jeff George in the ninety in eighty nine ninety, but <laughs> or whatever that was ninety one. <laughs> but I can, but I can't remember. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think that's about it for college. Um, it sucks. Well, I was just my last thing I'll say is you know the holidays here. You get a break, all this football, and then boom, it's over. Now we, we're in the last week of NFL. We got the championship game and then playoffs. And then, yeah. and then at least Brett, you have your Braves. But, you know, me and Ando have our little angels and twins who do nothing. <laughs> well, um, I went I to a like spring a- training game the first time I've been to a spring training game uh, last season. And uh, I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to go again this year because my brother nice. lives in St. Pete. And uh, so I might try to make an annual thing out of it. So they are so fun. Yeah. yeah. I went to some in the late eighties. It was 87. I went to my first spring, probably my only spring training. Uh, I remember, I think it was the Red Sox and in the uh, Reds. And I saw in this guy play third base for the Reds, hit two home runs. He had goggles on. I'm like, who is this guy? Chris Sabo. <laughs> Sabo. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was it was like his breakout game in the in spring training. But my uncle uh, and my aunt live in Florida. Uh, they live uh, Fort Myers, I believe. So my dad goes down. He goes Twins down for five weeks right down there. Yeah, yeah. Jet Blue Stadium there, mm-hmm. Mini Fenway. And uh, my dad goes. You know, I don't know if they're doing it this year, but they used to go down for like five weeks and literally just go to twenty. They get season tickets for the Red Sox spring training and go and well, that, a bunch my of dad my friends... my... oh go ahead sorry oh no, no i was saying when my dad used to collect a lot of autographs is that he he would go down there and he he would get tons of autographs because it's so much easier in spring training and stuff and uh he met uh because a friend of his knew bobby higginson from the tigers oh yeah he went out to dinner or something but yeah i've said it was a really cool dude well that's uh the twins are also in fort myers and there's a bunch like a bunch of my parents retired friends have winter places down in fort myers and I keep trying to angle for like a, hey, can I come and stay for a week and just go <laughs> right, watch the Twins right. and the Red Sox all week? The, I ha- I do have look, my wife has relatives in uh, just outside of Tampa as well. That, what I was going to suggest, Brett, if you can try to go before the game start when they do pitchers and catchers reporting, and like oh. right right before the games because I went uh, where my my in laws used to have a house that was about five minutes away from where the Phillies have their spring training thing, and I went to one of those practices. And it's like it's not like sitting in the stands. It's like going to a softball diamond, like a, a beer league softball, where you can walk right up to the fence. I that was when Ryan Howard was still with the Phillies and Chase Utley and some of those guys. Oh, wow. And I was like three feet away from Ryan Howard, watching him take swings in the field. And it, I mean, it wasn't a game, but you see him practice and you see 
it was just, it was awesome. And like, you, like I, I was joking with Ryan Howard and that kind of, it's just, just freaking experiences that are so damn cool. Cause you get real, I mean, you can, that Ryan Sandberg yeah. was one of their coaches at that time. He was a complete asshole to people. It was, it was <laughs> very, it was, it was just, it was really cool. Like, not that I give two shits about the Phillies, but it was just really, you could get really, you could hear the coaches giving instruction to the players. And it's very cool. If you can go to a practice one time, definitely do it. Cause it's very cool. Okay. Awesome. I uh the when the, the Cowboys do some of their training camp, I don't know if they still do I think they in Oxnard, California, which is like forty five minutes an hour from me. And so I used to go there for one practice. And I remember I went uh one year it was the year actually it's funny, I'll tell you a quick story. Well, I went there and you know, saw practice and Chris Canty, defensive end for the Cowboys, was there and he was so big. I'm like I felt like a peanut. I mean, this guy is just huge i'm like my god this guy's a monster but buddy of mine a good friend of mine uh was is an actor or used to be and then he went and kind of worked for a sports agent in kansas city and so he would go and recruit like go on recruiting trips to colleges to recruit you know stuff so and when he worked for him but he told me i I, for some reason i i I hadn't called him and then i told him goes yeah i was at college he goes dude i was there i go we represent tony romo and uh, I'm like, I could have got you in what? to meet him. And, and there's, this was the summer before Romo took over for Bledsoe in midseason. Oh. And he uh. told me, he says, the Cowboys are thinking about getting rid of uh, releasing Bledsoe. I'm like, really? For this Tony Romo guy? Really? And it was like, yeah, Parcells loves him and all that. And then sure enough, oh, you know, man. halfway through the year or whatever, Romo, they ended up... Uh, Romo ended up taking the job, and I was like, "Damn, I had the inside scoop, and I didn't even realize it." Because I was like, "There's no way, there's no way Drew Bledsoe is going to get benched for some guy from Eastern Illinois." Yeah, that was but, like what a sixth round draft pick or whatever the hell he was, fourth round something like he that. He was undrafted. 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 Yeah, undrafted. Wow, that is cool. And it's funny because when Sean Payton went to New Orleans, he wanted to bring Ro- he wanted Romo to he wanted to bring Romo there, and uh, the Cowboys wouldn't let him let it you know wouldn't trade him or whatever. So, because uh, Peyton was a assistant coach with Parcells, yep, and he just loved Romo, and uh, wow, that's so, a cool story. Yeah, I was like, damn it, I could have met, I could have met all these cowboys and stuff, and I <laughs> if I just freaking picked up the phone, uh, banana that I am. Oh <laughs> hmm. uh, yeah. Anyway, speaking of bananas, I don't think Axel's coming back from his pee break. So uh, no, I I got a text from him that said he is he's firmly on the couch watching TV with Perry. So he said, "Okay." He says, "Just let me know when you're done." So okay, all right. <laughs> so that's Axel signing off for everybody. So all right. So any final words, gents, before we get out of here? I don't really. Th- I don't have anything. I mean, it's. Even though my team is, for all intents and purposes, out of the playoffs, it's going to be fun to see what's going on. And you know what? There's always a certain stress that's not there when your team's not in. So I can just sit and enjoy all the games in the playoffs. Oh yeah, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be like. I'm gonna. Be you're gonna be a wreck. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna be a wreck. Before before the games start, I plan on having my phone fully charged so I can receive the barrage of text messages <laughs> that I know will be headed out. So. I'm going to stop. Me and you both do this, Ando. <laughs> I know. In the first five minutes of the game, we already like think we know what's going to happen. The whole, like we're like, oh, this defense, I can't I stop anybody. Well, I, and I think I think yeah. we both feed, feed off of each other because I've gotten worse about that. I about know, the, I know. <laughs> like, I'm fine. I'm doing great until my team starts. Then it's... <laughs> 
Exactly right. So yeah, I'm just going to enjoy watching that, watching everybody else's team succeed and or fail. So yeah, yeah. Was, like I said, it was another fun podcast. I'm prepared for failure, and if you know we happen to move on, great. I don't know how I'm gonna, you know, this Sunday I'm gonna be for the NFC East. I'm gonna be like freaking. I'm gonna be like throwing up in my garbage can and uh, you know being like, damn it, why do I wish for this? Uh, boy. Well, I'm just looking forward to seeing what surprises we get because there's always there's always some surprises the final weekend. I remember a couple years ago the Colts just had to beat the like the two the win Jags, Jaguars right? at home. Yeah, and then they lose. Like Carson Wentz, and they're out. Yeah, Carson Wentz was uh, awful, yes. and they lost That's and right. didn't make the playoffs. Frank Reich and Carson Wentz match made in heaven. <laughs> Yeah, something crazy like the Bills won't make the playoffs or some something crazy <laughs> like that is going to happen. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right, Brett. Something will happen. It just depends on what it is. Well, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. All right. So remember, you can uh, check us out at dvrpodcast.com where we do tons of other pods and have a lot in our uh, archives you can go and uh, check out. And if you want to support the pod, independent podcasting, go to patreon.com slash dvr and for a couple bucks a month you can get pods before anyone exclusive pods that are only on the patreon feed um if you don't have the coin to do that no problem you just subscribe to daily dvr and you get a lot of pods that way as well uh and yeah so uh excited wow we're already at the last week of the nfl regular season how 18 weeks have gone by uh, Aaron Rodgers getting hurt. I was in Czech for Czech Republic for a month. Brett thought the Falcons were going to win the Super Bowl. Ando was about to buy three Josh Dobbs jerseys. I mean, it's amazing. We <laughs> thought Dalvin Cook would be, hey, hopefully Cowboys at least pick up Dalvin Cook so I could. Pick- well, I, you know, I, I, I read right before we came on that he was released because he wants to, he's hoping to sign on with a Super Bowl contender. So he would feel a need for the Cowboys, I think. He definitely would. And I don't know. I mean, at least with a running back, you can kind of, a veteran running back, it probably wouldn't take long to at least get him, you know, yeah. familiar with most of the playbook. Um, I'm hoping they don't think, oh, we're fine with Pollard and Rico Dowdle and Deuce Vaughn. Um, well, I mean, I was it's, hoping. It's depth and it's, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I would, I, if I'm the Cowboys, I would freaking pick them up fast because you're going to need, I mean, we really miss Zeke Elliott. I mean, not mm-hmm. for his price tag, but those short, that short yardage, the goal line, the blitz pickup. I mean, Zeke, I, I was hoping the Patriots would release Zeke, but, and the Cowboys would bring him back, but I don't think so. That, that, cause I think it's different. It's, I don't think Cook's now like a free agent. He's got to go through waiver a waivers process, and you have to put a claim in. I think. Oh, it's kind of like baseball. Thing. Yep, I think so because that's a because that would be an easy way to to get around the trade deadline. And be like, hey, can you release yeah, Zeke? We want him. you know. So someone could cl- claim Dalvin Cook to block him from the Cowboys, like the Eagles could, or somebody. So there's not a guarantee. I don't think. I don't. I don't. I don't know how the NFL works, but if it's waivers. I know there's a 48 hour waiver period. So, and I think there's something else. If you pick a guy from waivers, I think you have to eat part of the contract from 
the original contract that, that he be, had. So yeah, that might he, be possible. If he had yeah. a big contract with them, they some teams might not want to pay that. I I think there's some. I can't remember how all the contract stuff works in the NFL. It's a lot more yeah. confusing than even baseball is. Yeah, I know, I know. But if if this really is the year of solo, Dalvin Cook to the Cowboys, at least give me you know, at least give me something so I can think we have a chance. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how these next couple of weeks going to be, be, gents. I I might, I might have to check myself in a football rehab or something. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll be here for you, or at least over uh, long distance, we'll be here for you. I don't. I don't know. All the weight of the around the couch playoff hopes are on the Cowboys now, solo. So there's no pressure. <laughs> hey, 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 now Falcons, they could still win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I can't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah, no. I, for a second there, I was like, "Wait, what? What year are we in?" Oh, okay, the, they'll be fighting the Vikings in the NFC Championship to see who gets to go, right? <laughs> and to play the Broncos and Russell. Yeah, Wilson. yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, oh my God! Anyway, all right. On that note, <laughs> on that note, for Ando, for BTK, for Axel Foley, I'm Heath Solo. We'll see you next time on Around the Couch. Welcome to Easter Island. <laughs>